0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and I am joined, as always, by Matt.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: And every time I see that hat, I think it's a Magneto hat, but I'm sure it's no. not.
1: No, well, they called Knights, our new hockey team, okay. doing really well. As of the time of recording, they want to shoot out against the Predators.
2: Sorry. The 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 V in the helmet makes me assume yeah. it stood for Vikings.
1: You well, want that too? Also, when I went to Disneyland and I met Loki, he said I needed to add horns to it, and it's his helmet. Uh, so he said he's a fan. So, good times. But, yeah. See, so yeah, I was going to say, Peach should be a hockey fan just based off the mascots because they have, like, the Predators
2: and, you know, <laughs> and, and they get the into Panthers. plenty of fights. That, that seems like something that should appeal well, yeah. to I'm a just Scottish saying
1: there's, there's, there's a lot of nerdy, you know, things you can do with hockey teams. Plus, it's a lot of cat, you know... Icon iconography. Hey, I do
0: so, I do happen to enjoy the Mighty Ducks trilogy. I hey, know, that it's, much. Up,
1: up until my new hometown team, uh, I mean I still am a ducks fan since ninety three. Uh and in fact I think I've worn the jersey on air before when it's been cold here. So but yes.
0: On that rare Fun occasion. Uh, also, yeah, here, <laughs> also here also uh, here you've heard him muttering in the cretin that he is. Connor's here.
2: Yeah, you're getting the digs out early, are
0: you? I am. It's not there, there, there. A point of pride to insult you as quickly as I possibly can. <laughs> you,
1: you ginger cretin.
0: <laughs> ginger pub as well, I, that. Let's not forget ginger pube. I'm
1: back I'm not saying that one. That one's too. That's too far. Oh, that's why. crossing
0: a line. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: <laughs> again, you know, I, I don't mind the fight. I don't mind the insult. But again, it's all. A, it's all in good fun. When you start calling someone, you know, uh. That it's no longer fun. <laughs> Why are you treating this like it's a C bomb? What's going on? <laughs> I I don't like that word. That's when you know certain people don't like certain words. All right, you don't like the word pub. Yeah, it, that's gross. Yeah.
2: You shouldn't have told him that.
1: Well, uh, you're your nasty hair. That's what I call it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about some uh, DC pubs today. Uh, I mean comics. Uh, Sorry, Freudian slip, Matt. Maybe.
1: Hey, hey! With all the allegations that have been going around and all the people that are having a downfall, let's let's tell that line there, Pete.
0: What DC pubes? I no,
1: will just saying we're talking about we're talking about DC pubes today, and I just made me say that gross word. So, <laughs> uh,
0: well, I've succeeded. This is great. So, that, I mean, this is going to be known as the DC pube episode. Episode eighty-one is the pube episode. You know, that's now hey. a thing.
1: <laughs> Oh man, I want to start an addition to Patreon to make Peter stop saying that word.
0: <laughs> I will happily accept payment not to say the word pupe. I- I'll do it. Like... He-, he says he'll do
2: it, but he'll-, he'll end up saying it anyway.
1: No, for money I'll do it. Yeah, for money I'll
2: stop saying a word. That's great. <laughs> yeah, why not?
1: He He's doing do a lot of things for money. <laughs> Where do you think he gets the phrase he loves dick from? <laughs> Grayson, dick, Grayson. Clear. I'm not judging. I'm not judging.
0: I'm just pointing out stuff. So, yeah, we're about DC Comics. Uh, coming up on next week's show, we have Batman number 36, we have Superman number 36, we have Justice League 34, start of a new run by Christopher Priest, hence why yep. it's suddenly there when it wasn't before, uh, Green Lanterns 36, Green Arrow 35, Nightwing 34, Deathstroke 26, Batman: White Night Number Three, and me and Matt also checked out the DC Holiday Special 2017 Number One. I feel like the Number One is redundant when you put the year on it.
1: Yeah, but, just DC Holiday Special 2017.
0: Or yeah. like, Or call crazy. it Number Two. We did this last year. Call, call it Number Two. Yeah. Make it a do thing. But um, yeah, one or the other both is pointless. Anyway, uh, so that's that's what's caught up on this week's show. Uh, So, a whole host of interesting books to talk about. Uh, Not much in the way of news, although, uh, as as ever, sometimes you'll get the comics creators tweeting out one or two little things, uh, here or there, uh, teasing things. And Tom King just happened to drop some little comment about how he's working on a solo Superman story for the first time soon. Uh, So...
2: I'm looking forward yeah. to
0: it. Yeah, more more than that. We talk about Batman. I don't feel it's relevant given that Superman's in this issue of Batman. But uh, interesting stuff. All the same. Ah, Matt, what's up? How was how your how's your week? How are oh, you? not,
1: not too bad. Hmm. You know, it's, it's here and there.
0: So oh. I just like to check know. in. I like to be able to have a nice, nice, pleasant yeah. some pleasantries at the start of the show for everyone.
1: It's uh, for Connor.
0: That's a- no no I'll be nice well that's the thing I talk to Connor more than I do you so I I, I just know what he's sure. been like he's been infuriating so I know
2: <laughs> I've been cold it's snowing and I hate it
0: as as I've not been too cold this week it's, it's definitely like I think last week was worse last week was the the first week of the year where I was kind of like oh no okay the- do
2: you know what I agree. last week was probably colder, but this week it's it's just snow everywhere and ice and I hate that I don't like the ace. Ace is, ace is uh, uh, uh and What is the really stuff bad. you're
1: talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live in a little cul-de-sac, so no one no one grits this this street because it, you know you can't cut through it to get anywhere. So I nearly died just walking back to my house off the bus like half an hour ago. I'm not prepping. Well, sure cleat. Wear cleats. What? Wear cleats. Oh, I have I have big boots on that have plenty of grip, and I still slipped and nearly broke my leg. See, I do that just
1: walking because <laughs> I'm a klutz. <laughs> so I can't imagine injecting ice into that uh, equation. Yeah, so get some snow boots with the big spikes
2: in it. That'll, <laughs> that'll yeah, that's so should invest in those. Oh, that
1: that said, when I used to play football and we'd come walking out from the locker room with the cleats on, you'd have to be careful on the pavement because you would just. Become Bambi on ice, yeah, yeah. So, and it's always funny seeing the you know the six foot six guys, you know, doing that because they're all legs. So, yeah, good times.
0: Mm. Um. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we do television for the multiverse. Me and Connor on uh, late in a Sunday, we would talk about the DC TV shows. I just want to mention though that. They are all Christmas themed this week, right? Okay, which makes sense. You know, going at the mid-season break, you have Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. They all ended to varying degrees of like really depressing end notes, though. They all they all had something bad kind of happen. Roger is <laughs> right coming. Yeah. Uh, so no. So uh,
2: cheery week for uh, TV. But. Um, yeah. Uh, see, I've I've only really watched Arrow so far, and I was v- very good <laughs> and I can't Twitter really remember can tell. the ending.
3: He C- C-
0: Connor, you know how he has that rule where he drinks every time someone says on Arrow, "Are you okay?" He was at like eight or nine of them last night. That that was.
2: Yeah, I was on. No, some... wait, you
1: you don't chug every time.
2: You just take a drink. So, uh, meat whiskey when when they say those.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're going straight up. Yeah. and yeah. even
1: playing around.
2: And yeah. then I've got like some strong, like seven seven point five percent ciders, just on the go.
0: I don't. I don't think it was as bad though as that week where we said that if someone says sh- if if Slade Wilson says shadow out loud, yeah, you, you have to turn the drink.
1: R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, Connor's lover.
2: <laughs> it's alright. It's got it's got like five five six weeks off now to recover. Yeah. Well, I mean it's, it's Christmas and New Year's, but yeah, it's, a, it's I mean, are you kidding? You know? Yeah,
1: that's like me saying around Thanksgiving, I'm not gonna eat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had pie for breakfast. It was great.
2: It <laughs> uh, does sound pretty great. I'm down for yeah.
1: that. Uh, speaking of DC TV, I'm almost caught up. So I have cool. an episode. I'm all caught up on Flash to the uh, uh, Crisis on Earth X.
0: So you've uh, not watched the, uh, the crossover yet. You're, you're just
1: gearing no. up for that, right? And then I have one more episode before that on uh, Supergirl's side. So hmm. I'm, yeah. Going up there. You, guys, great. Yeah, I, uh, Talked about it last week, but I still love Ralph Dibney, that dude. So glad to have him on TV.
0: Yeah, there was actually, for everyone who has watched the shows, there was a deleted scene from The Flash this week. It wasn't in the episode, obviously, but they put it on YouTube, and it's well worth watching. It's very entertaining. Yes. So. Yeah, very fun. Ralph was involved, Matt, for all the record. Good. Uh, Good so, year. I guess we'll uh, get started on the books then, shall we? Uh, so, starting this week's episode, we will talk about Batman number 36, Tom King writing Clayman on art. This is the start of Super Friends, uh, which is basically, this issue is Batman and Superman. Batman's talking to Catwoman, Superman's talking to Lois, and it's basically about whether Bruce should call Clark, or whether Clark should call Bruce about the fact that he's got engaged and that there's mm-hmm. going to be a wedding. And uh, it's basically both men feeling kind of insecure about calling the other one. Questioning if, are we really those kind of friends, or are we you know we're we just colleagues kind of thing? And that's
1: that's kind of heartbreaking as I'm reading it. Is hmm. they're both talking about each other? So that means they're both so insecure.
2: Yeah. About I, I think the the irony of it is as well. They're both doing it because they think the the other one's better yep. than them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That was kind of the, the sort of heart touching part of the book. The heartwarming part was uh, yeah. they're both kind of describing how good the other person is. Like you know, it's like oh, uh, you know, Batman. Like this horrible thing happened to him, but he turned it into you know into a symbol of hope. Uh, and he he doesn't have to do this. Like he could have been awful or whatever. And then the other side. Bruce is saying, well, you know, Clark could have done anything, but both both men say oh, they had to do what they did. The other person had a choice.
1: It's. I, I feel like King was going, like, we're going to have Superman fans, we're going to have Batman fans, and it's always that argument of who's better, and I feel like King's like, huh, neither of them's better because they're equal, and I like that. I like that it showed throughout. Now, now we can argue who's better than Lois or Catwoman, because they both got to shine. They, in their own ways here. They, they did. Uh, both
2: in their this, own This feels ways. like it's
1: another one of those. Well, they're both equal. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I, I think I let out one of the biggest laughs I have done in a while in a comic book uh, after the awkward silence when they've run into each other. You know, mm-hmm. Batman and Catwoman are there, Superman and Lois are there. They both end up in this building because they're both. They're finding this this pair of radioactive villains. And there's just this awkward silence from Batman and Superman. And then Lois just sort of extends her hand and says, Oh hi! You you must be Catwoman. And <laughs> yeah. she just shakes her hand. Uh, that 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 was a that brought a smile to my face. It was delightful.
1: Yeah, I also love any time that they talk about Clark's you know disguise, uh, you know, or Superman's disguise of Clark, and how obvious it is if you really know him. Yeah. And and he's like, well, we can't trust her with my identity because she's Catwoman. And it's like, look, man. She just like, goes, oh, yeah. You,
2: you think, you think <laughs> yeah. she doesn't know?
1: Yeah, and that, you know, it's her job to find things, you know, yeah. that are hidden. She's a thief, so pretty sure she knows. And then on the other side of the page, it's Catwoman having that discussion with, with Batman saying, like, I know who Superman is. I've known him for a while. Yeah, so it's just fun out of, out of both. I can't, every time I read this, each passing month, you know, since War of Jokes and Riddles, I go, I can't believe I talk so much crap about King around I Am Suicide because he's, he's really come into his own. And I feel if I praise him on Twitter a lot, he's gonna block me. So I feel like he's gonna be like, "This dude's a stalker." So I've been just trying to be careful.
0: Yeah, um, actually, I was also slightly touched by the the moment where Catwoman thinks that Batman's ashamed of her, and that's why he's not mm-hmm. calling. That was a kind of a touching okay. little, yeah, t- touching little moment of her being kind of, you know, maybe not insecure, maybe that's not the right word, but just you know, worried yeah. about how he he feels about her.
1: Yeah. I mean, she is a criminal. You know, they didn't meet on you know, the street or the boat under less great circumstances. So it's you can see where she's coming from.
0: I don't know. I'm waiting for the next uh, reboot where they, they meet on Tinder. Just, just, just go that <laughs> <and
2: swipes>.
1: way. <laughs> He's following a lead. She's using Tinder to rob people. And so Bruce Wayne goes on Tinder. <laughs> You know. Actually, that's not a bad issue, guys. We should stop and just
0: do ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a very simple issue. It's obviously, it constantly flips back between the two, the two pairs. Yeah. Um, the art is gorgeous, Clayman... Oh, yeah. Can
2: we, can we talk about the symmetry that is constantly yep. going? Oh, go on. Well, like, I mean, it, so the very first page, we have Superman... It, it's a big full full-page spread, and you've got Superman there coming in from the right. Then you have two pages after that of Superman and Lois. And then you cut to a Batman page, and it's a, you know big full page him coming in from the left, and then two pages of him and Catwoman, and it's like this this constant thing all the way through the issue where it'll just parallel the two of them. It's
1: yeah. If it, it was a movie, it would be constantly intercut. Yeah, it so, also, it also
0: I, narrows the 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 amount as it goes because, like, as you say, it's a full page and two pages of each. And then it starts to like go page to page between them. So like, two pages each, two pages each. Then it's one page each. And then it gets to the point where they've got a column in each page each. And then you get to the end of it. It's just it's just going panel to panel between them.
2: Yeah, and you finally get to the point where they, they actually meet and they're they're in the same panels together, but they're yeah. still split down the middle.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. It's really it's really uh, thought out and well done in that sense. Uh, and obviously, you've got the nice contrast between them as well. Everything on Superman's side is very warm and bright colours. Everything on Batman's yeah. side is very dark and purpley and grey. Um, but now, uh, really gorgeous stuff. Obviously, I'm assuming Matt loved the uh, the, the classic shirt opening panel. Yep,
1: sometime. of course.
0: Yeah, that was it's... really pretty. Uh, stuff in the back here might even it, be my, my favourite of this
2: year issue, actually. It, it, it's funny you mentioned the the shirt opening. Cause King's tweet about how he was writing, you know, a solo Superman thing is like, alright, yeah. we're gonna get all the cliches out of the way, get them out of my mm. system. Yeah. This felt like one of them. It's like, all right, Get out of my system now. I don't have to just yeah, make but, sure it's there all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it's still always a great moment. Like in no matter of times, I've seen it.
2: You well, know. that's why they're kind of the cliches, aren't they, though?
1: Yeah, but when see, with me, cliche has a like a derogatory feel to it. Like it's oh, of course you have to do it because versus like Oh, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to see it, and it's just one of those. It's kind of like when Batman does that pose, like from Dark Knight Returns. Like that's always cool when you see different versions of it. Yeah, but but yeah, and I just I love Clayman's Clark because it's he doesn't look like anybody but Clark Kent because you know Frank's always looks like uh, Christopher Reeve. So the fact that this just looks like Clark Kent as he should, it's Mm. nice. And, the, and he's differentiated from Batman because, I mean, let's be honest, they look, they could almost be brothers.
2: like there's the American Yeah, they, they do. Sh- that is a common complaint. It's the general yeah.
1: line. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's because they, they're both meant to be these, like, like the the perfect, like, broad jawed specimen of a man. Like, you yeah. know, they're both meant to be kind of the perfect looking guy. So they, they end up looking a lot, it's very similar in a lot yeah. of comics. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I like since King's been on Batman, though, Batman's had a healthy amount of scruff. Hmm. So yeah, I, he I he always has, feel that he
2: helps. time shaving all the time no yeah, well, which
1: makes sense because shaving takes a while if you do it right yeah to- you know? tortured like,
2: batman is best be batman catchy.
1: are you saying scruff's torture there pete
0: no i'm saying it represents the torture okay he's yeah. got scruff because he's too he's too tortured to take the time to shave
2: i just think it represents he's a workaholic He don't got time to it well the, the, the reality is selena likes the facial hair yeah
0: oh that's, right, that's, it. Pro- that's probably it. yeah well, she's a cat. She likes to like, rub up against the fur. There we go. Simple. Uh, this this
2: l- felt this felt prime for another pube reference. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't,
1: why'd you have to say it?
2: You, hey, were, you
1: were the kid that was like, teacher, do we have any homework? And you get paper thrown at you. You were that kid, weren't you?
0: Hey, Matt, if you had to pick, what's your favourite pub?
1: I'm pleading the fifth, so I do not have to answer.
0: <laughs> the one over to the left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one bad. also I going change the subject but the elevator sequence like yes. we see Superman and Lois take the elevator down but uh, Batman and Catwoman take the elevator shaft up
0: well, and they end up it, eating on the same floor. Yeah, it's kind like, of—it's the, the perfect kind of like just again contrast between them. One yeah. one of them is just out in the bright and doing the normal thing, and then the other one's like hiding in the shadows and climbing up yeah. the, the the shaft. Uh, but no, it's, it's it's
2: I think it's it's Batman and Catwoman going down, right? Because they co- they're the ones on the roof, and they come oh, down because okay. you see oh, yeah, right, someone yeah, through yeah. the revolving They, through right. the
1: they door. walk through the front.
0: Yeah,
2: that's
0: right. Well, I'm just asking my point that they're doing the normal thing, and yeah. then Batman and Catwoman are. The, yeah, they both yeah, end up on the same the
2: floor. And,
0: yeah. Uh but no. I also got a nice little moment at the end where just before they, they, they quickly beat the bad guys where Superman says Vengeance is the night and Batman says up up and away. Uh yeah. nice little touch. And I can't I can't lie, I really hope this next issue is literally just this this double date for the whole thing.
1: Yeah, so uh Clay Man tweeted out an image mm-hmm. that's been retweeted by like Mitch Gerard and uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other comic creators that have retweeted it, but it's Batman. Well, Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle, Lois Lane, and Clark Kent out on date night, and it just looks fantastic. Like uh, it's just a single panel of them standing together, and yeah. So I think that's what we're gonna get. I think of course there's gonna be shenanigans. Oh sure. It's comics. But but yeah, I am so excited to see you know because Bruce is dressed up in like in a nice shirt and slacks, but. Clark's dressed in a in a flannel shirt with jeans.
0: Well, I'm yeah. gonna make a, a prediction right now. I'm gonna say this. Lois is going to ask how they met, and the boat and street argument is gonna mm-hmm. come up at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. I'm I'm calling yeah. it right now.
1: Well I need to that's that's been the that's been the, the, the constant of King since since the rooftop story. Oh sure,
0: but yeah. I, I just specifically mean because yeah. that's always what's you know, when you're on a double date with a couple who like when you know them but you don't know them that well that's always the subject that comes up so how did you meet
2: Uh, uh, or or alternatively i can see them both going we met at work yeah oh yeah yeah
0: but but again that joke will play that joke will play though because we've had this going on for the last several years
1: exactly i'm more curious to see how when they ask how lois and clark met you know like to see what that story is because that's changed Uh, all over the years yeah it has
0: If I was to guess, I'd say maybe just reference the movie just referenced to the movie actually. If anything, we'll the say
1: helicopter. Yeah, helicopter.
0: Yeah. I caught it. Well, because that's yeah. secret origin as well, and that's kind of the. Yeah. I think the most in continuity one. De
1: facto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even in Birthright, Wade kind of played with that. I mean, it wasn't quite a helicopter, but it was the same moment of who's got. You know, I've got you. Who's got you? They always play that up, but yeah, because that, that would be the, the normal go-to joke. Is those two say, you know, Lois Clark say we met at work because they're colleagues, but you know. Mm. But I think it would be fun to, to flip that around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but the weird thing is, you could also say that about Batman and Superman. How'd you two meet? At yeah. work.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, it, it kind of works for all of them. Also, this is kind of the tone I always wanted for a Batman Superman movie. Like, I hate the fact that BVS made that a versus, which I that was always my biggest hang-up, Because this you know what, works John, I so I hate,
2: well. I hate that you remind me that it exists when I'm thinking about this fantastic comic.
1: You can, you know, but that's what makes this one so much better. Is we're coming off of a period in pop culture where it's versus, versus, everything's versus. And here it's just a story about them trying to get along. And well, they, they feel each other's not their friend, but deep down they know that they have each other's backs no matter what. And that's always what I want out of these two. I hate that, you know, we have to have the dynamic.
0: Yeah, Batman v Superman really ties my pubes in a knot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you nasty
0: <laughs> oh it's not so not stopping alright so let's move on to Superman number 36 Veritable forest force
2: down there do we have
0: to Peter, <laughs> Peter G. Tomasi and Patrick Gleeson writing Doug Mankey on art ours pretty good that's
1: pretty yeah, good story. Story, not yeah. so much. I'm I'm losing faith in Tomasi. The,
0: the story, I'm not lie. the story is. See, here's the thing. Like I, I didn't mind it for the most part because it was just kind of like. Don't get me wrong. This arc for the most parts felt very throwaway. Like I liked how it started with Lex and Superman you know over the truck and helping each other. Once they went to apocalypse, it's just been kind of okay. It's been some fun ideas, but it's been just kind of you know a romp and nothing more.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. John leading the the war dogs. That was pretty cool. Yeah, there's some like, there's some,
0: there's some fun stuff. But here's the thing. Almost, this this whole thing ends. With this big moment, that I mean, I'm guessing. I mean, is Lex just a bad guy again now? And if Uh, he is, I have to question this because this arc doesn't even really focus on him. This, I mean, this 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 issue, he's just kind of unconscious for most
2: of it, (laughs) and then. Well, that's the thing. This is this story. I like the start a lot. The -hmm. middle was okay. It's fun, but whatever. This issue, I was kind of going, okay, this is kind of a drag now. Like it was just it was mostly an extended fight sequence. It was. was. I mean, don't get me wrong.
0: Like, I don't necessarily love the ideas as much as I just appreciate that it's in character for Superman to kind of accept this weird role as kind of the new leader of Apocalypse. See yeah, that,
2: that that's where I started to like it again. I was, but yeah. I was like, oh, oh, this is the end of the story. I was yeah, like, oh, we're at the end already, and I was like, I like what this ending is, but where's the the middle gone? What, yeah, what happened? There have been six issues.
1: Why wasn't it six issues? You could have decompressed it so much more instead yeah. of four.
0: But this is the weird thing. Like, I wasn't f- enjoying the fight in an apocalypse that much, so part of me also feels like... I, I, if it was going to extend to six issues, then what I'd really want is develop the fact that Lex is going to be angry at Superman, yep. the fact that Superman doesn't trust Lex anymore. Like, yep. really develop that stuff. because th- uh, uh,
2: Alternatively, I'd have given a full issue to Lois and a full issue to John after where we last left Yeah. Him. Ah,
0: yeah. I could see that.
1: Yeah. because but also, like, with Lex... So, this is all Lex's machination, Right? He played God in Dark Side War. They were, you know, Lex is the new ruler of Apocalypse. And then he gets there and they tell him that he needs to take this role. He's like, no, I can't. It's actually Superman. And then gets mad that kind of Superman takes this role out from under him. Right? Like, I don't understand why Lex is so upset at the end.
0: Yeah, I, I don't either. It, it came out of nowhere for me. But he, you know, he rips off yeah. the emblem and he just crushes it. And he's got that big evil granny's face at the end. And I'm yeah. like... Okay, is he just evil again what? now? Like what?
1: Because because <laughs> I always said when the fallout happens, it's going to be heartbreaking. And here it's was like, wait, they didn't just rush this did they? because that feels so unfulfilling.
0: It feels like a yeah. a damp squib of what could have been a really epic emotional yeah. story for for Lex. Yeah, it's
1: yeah.
2: it's it's pretty disappointing. And I, I know Matt, you said you're kind of losing faith in Massey. I'm yeah. hoping this is what happened with Batman and Robin, where there was about that yeah. it was like a good year where it was just in a slump. Mm-hmm. And of course, okay. that was monthly then, so that was you know, right. you know, twelve issues. But it Here was, we'll it was just this, it oh, sure. this slump, and I was, and uh, but then afterwards, it was really good again. So I'm kind of yeah. hopeful that well, maybe which this is. is it's that funny slump. you
0: bring that up because I actually never got past that slump, because ba- I liked it at the start, mm. and it was around the time after Damien died, where it was all the Batman and like someone else for a while. That was
2: the slump, yeah, yeah.
0: I, that's where I kind of checked out.
1: But right? I do recommend if you can go back and read that in trade. Mm. It really, when you're not waiting for it, and it's, you just accept, outside of the Carrie Kelly issue, which is still super weak, you know, Mm. because there was no reason to have her there besides, like, hey, look, it's Carrie Kelly.
0: Yeah, it was just Uh, a shock value headline thing. Yeah,
1: but, like, the, the team up with Frankenstein and Aquaman and then Wonder Woman, and it was this really cool Brave and the Bold vibe. Despite... It was one of
2: these things where it, they were never bad issues, but it felt like it was spinning its wheels. just like, well, yeah. we can't bring Damien back yet, so let's kill yep. some time. But they didn't really know what to do with them. And then, and then
1: when they finally bring him back, that's where it picked back up. Because yeah. now you have Damien with superpowers, and he's trying to, you know. So that said, he's been really good on Super Sons, so maybe that's where all of his attention's going right now. And this crossover that we have coming up next, maybe I, I hope...
2: And reinvigorate that spark. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for that because Super has been really good for the most part. There was, was mm-hmm. that two issues on the planet that we didn't weren't yeah. this fond of, but otherwise, that superman has been really good. So, I, yeah, I I hope it picks back up. It's kind of a shame though because it was in a bit of a, a weird rut, and then he went, you know, Tomasi and Gleason went away for a couple of months, and that mm-hmm. was you know slightly better than what we'd had from them just beforehand, yeah. but not great. And then, you know, this started off okay, but it's kind of I went think, into a weak, think, mediocre place But yeah, the end I of it. I think it,
2: it says, like, we'll obviously speak about this more when we get to our end of year discussion, but yeah. this time last year, this was, like, hands down, our favourite yeah. book consistently. Well, they
1: were still in Hamilton County, and they were still doing different things, and here now, it's fallen into the tried and Choose Superman story. Joe, you
0: know I think it's really funny. I think, you know, last year when we were doing our top tens at the end of the year, uh, Superman and Wonder Woman were really like high up in everyone's yeah. list. I feel like this year Wonder Woman might technically still grab up high because the first half of the year was still Ruka, but I think right now Wonder Woman feels in a much different place than what it did yeah. last year. Superman yeah, definitely does, does. Yeah. Uh, but at least with Wonder and, Woman, and, and it's Superman obvious. Superman
2: doesn't even have the excuse. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's, yeah. You know, Superman has the same team, so like, why? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So it's more disappointing. That's at least with Wonder Woman. It's like okay, Ruka's off. We knew it was going to maybe yeah. take a take a different turn, and it's okay. Yeah. So yeah we're,
2: we, we were prepared for that this we 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 expect better from tomasi
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh so not super fond of this like i say i, I like the whole idea of like him trying to like give hope to apocalypse i mean i know it's never going to last but the whole idea that yeah. he actually inspires them to maybe believe that you know something better is possible uh, the yeah thing. i
2: did i did like that part of the issue it's definitely the best part yeah but again i'm like oh this is the ending why, why are we here already yeah, yeah, it just,
0: it felt like it came out of nowhere. It feels like stuff wasn't built up too properly. It was mostly just forgettable yeah. action, and then, it, oh, it endings. Was,
2: it was punch-up, and then some went, went, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> especially yeah. with
1: the amount of New God stuff we're getting in other books, like, you know, how it's being handled in Mr. Miracle, and then even
2: in One Woman, all the New God stuff. So
1: Yeah, here, we just... had
2: some in Hal Jordan as well. Yeah, and
0: then I Jordan. I, I think it says something that Superman was typically like Batman and Superman I basically read as the first two books always whenever they came out last mm-hmm. year. And up until whenever. Uh the last few months Superman's been like near the bottom of the pile almost every week has come out. See, I, I think
2: I typically read Superman in the middle to get out like so it's mm-hmm. I can put something good either side or guaranteed good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I usually read it towards the, the end, although now that it comes out on the same week as White Knight, that usually is the last read just because I like to save what I think is going to be the best for last.
2: But, but yeah. I, I, I save White Knight for last because I read the of Continuity stuff last. <laughs> I, I, read, <laughs> I read all my I read all my universe stuff first. Fun I, enough. I had, everybody, I
1: I think I I had can... everybody telling me how great Batman was. This that was, That's why I didn't put it off until, because usually yeah. I'll read that one towards the end too. But everyone's like, oh, my God, it's the best issue. Oh, my God, this is so great. Yeah. i was like all right all right i, I, I started with,
2: i started with batman and then finished with white knight
0: which is funny because batman like i feel like people keep saying that oh, is, oh this is the best issue this is the best arc and it keeps yeah. happening and it, all it's doing is showing that it's going from strength to strength it's getting better like like i think king tweeted out this week oh people keep telling me that the run's finding its footing and i'm like oh, that almost sounds insulting in a weird way <laughs> i don't know if i want yeah, to
2: say that know do you know what's no. crazy again it was on Twitter. it's in the uh, the joel jones issues coming up yeah uh He's finally introducing his own villain. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, he hasn't created a villain yet. We're like 40 issues in almost by that. By the yeah. way, it'll be like 40, 39, 40 when that happens. Well, I until think. he creates a villain.
1: When you have such a sandbox to play in, like, yeah, why create. Like, Snyder did that right out the, the gate, you know? Yeah. With the court. So why not do something a little bit different to make your run stand out? Yeah. Like?
2: But it, it's kind of crazy to think that in a traditional yeah. run, that would be three years before he got to creating yeah. anyone like, of a villain.
1: I get, We should go back and look at John's and see how long it took John's to create some of his Flash villains and, yeah. and see if, where it lines up. That'd be interesting. Right, I, think I, it,
0: I think I'd honestly need a list of which ones he created, though, because I feel like all of them are just in my head now that I don't really realise which ones yeah. came from that run well, and which I, ones I came from before. Right
1: off the top of my head, Tar Pit, well, um, Tar Pit was his. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, Tar Pit was his. Because I remember him being on Batman on Batman talking about he had created all these villains as a kid and didn't know where to put him and he'd come across he'd went home come across some of his old sketchbooks and he had all these old villains in there he's like oh i could tweak that oh i can use that what? and so he's like you know 12 year old jeff had a lot of hand in my flash run so i always thought that was cool
0: you know what i like about Tarpa. i like that he's basically i mean obviously not character characterized but just in terms of like powers and like size and look and all that he's basically clayface from hell and i kind of like yeah. that yeah. he's like he's a clayface he's- who's on fire it's great yeah
1: Well, and I also love that all the Flash's villains always deal with like stopping his speed. So Tar Pit is literally just a Mm, pit of tar that he can't run through. Like I love,
0: makes sense. I love that
1: stuff, you know. So, but yeah. uh, But
0: Superman thirty six.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, keep. We (laughs) don't really care. Also, this
1: this might be a little bit sacrilegious, but I kind of, unless it's dealt with in in the right way, I don't like the new gods. I think I've learned, like unless you're doing it like like King is in Mister Miracle. It's a. There's such weird concepts. Yeah. I think what I, I like McConnell.
0: about King's approach in in Mister Miracle is that it's almost this idea of this ever-present cosmic horror. This this feeling of dread yeah. that's kind of there. It's like a pro- full-on kind of Prince of Darkness horror movie. Kind of this yeah. this is just doom is coming. Like doom is there. Uh, right. Whereas when you treat them like the big, just sort of big strong characters who can punch things, yeah. it's a bit less interesting. But, oh, then, yeah,
1: well, I mean, yeah. it, I felt like at the end of Wonder Woman, with the Deep Six show up in that uh, Jason issue, that should have been a huge thing, right? Because these are, these are, you know, new god villains, and they're just showing up in the pages of Wonder Woman, but they were just kind of treated like, hey, look at this group of villains.
0: Yeah, yeah, that other stuff. I
1: feel that robs, robs you know, the concepts. So I, I feel like maybe we're getting a little, and I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know if it's because Justice League was coming out, and they're like, hey, Let's pump up that section because of uh, Steppenwolf I, and Darkseid.
2: I, I don't think it's that. I think it's because it was, you know, Kirby's birthday, 100th yeah. thing, and it was like, okay. Yeah. So they're kind of trying to celebrate by using them. Okay. Uh, it, but oh. maybe it's backfiring a bit. I don't even think it's it a mandate, though.
0: I feel like it's maybe just an individual writer thing where a lot of them have
2: could feel be. that way. Yeah, where they're, yeah. All yeah. Trying to, where they're all going, hey, we want to do this it would, because of that. It would be
1: like trying to incorporate Commandy into stories. It's kind of like, well, this is kind of its own thing. Like...
2: Yeah, uh, to be fair, the, the new gods definitely fit better than that, though.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying... Oh, of like, of I mean, that's where OMAC comes from. I mean, yeah. and they, they adopted that into Brother Eye. So, you know, but yeah, it's just this weird thing. I just feel, as soon as now we're done with Apocalypse, I can be excited again, uh, especially with this that's coming up.
0: I, honestly, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the Super Saiyan crossover, actually, I shouldn't say I'm not excited, because I am excited for that. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say I'm excited for the, the next sort of
2: main... Superman arc yet because thing is I'm I'm excited for the crossover in spite of Tomasi. I'm inside, yeah. excited for it just because of what it is, not because I think oh Tomasi's gonna kill this.
0: Yeah. I, I I think he's let me down a few times. And I, I keep saying just Tomasi, it's Tomasi Anglis, and we really should
2: yeah. point. We should, out. we should be pairing yeah. them together,
0: yeah. Uh I really feel like they've let me down a little bit too many times this year. For the majority of this year, really. Ever since Superman Reborn, I, I, I like that, but everything after that yeah. has always been middling to
2: disappointing. There's been a couple of spots that I liked a lot, but nothing consistent.
1: Yeah. And I wonder how much of this has to do with Doomsday Clock, too, because it has to set things in motion.
2: You know? so I don't I think I it like does. Maybe but it's not, though, is it, really? It says, yes. Not, they're just doing their own well, thing. I'm
1: Superman? I'm, I'm thinking about Superman as a whole, because action comics, I felt like... We were, we were disappointed in Oz Effect a little bit, too, you know? So I'm feeling like that's definitely setting up Doomsday Clock. Here, we needed to get Evil X back, so this kind of prompts that into that direction.
2: Well, yeah, but so I mean... If, 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 they've got a year, yeah, because that, obviously they've got till the end of Doomsday Clock, till this catches yeah,
0: up. Yeah, if, if they had to somehow set up Evil X before the end of Doomsday Clock, they did have a year, which is 24 goddamn issues. Between two yeah. Superman books. I feel like... No, that's not an excuse. That's <laughs> just so yeah, not an excuse. Between
2: the two of them, they've got almost 50 issues. This is just... Yeah. No. True.
0: Alright, well, we'll move on then to hopefully something a bit more positive, which is Justice League number 34, which is the start of Christopher Run's. Christopher run. Christopher Priest Christopher run. run. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Priest run on the book. Uh, Pete Woods on art on this issue. I- I'm just saying the writers on the run because obviously with the double shipping, the artists are like swapping in and out a bit more often, yeah. so it's harder to say it's their run. But uh, so yeah, so this is Priest's first issue. Uh, it was nice to actually be excited for an issue of Justice League uh, right? for a change. It's weird. Yeah. So it's, it's been the it's whole
2: in a long time. All of rebirth.
0: Yeah. All of rebirth. We've not been excited and for honestly, Justice League.
2: Honestly, even towards the end of. Yeah, New Fifty Two. Uh, I was, it was, I wasn't excited. I was kind of going, okay,
0: it's alright. Yeah, right. Dark Side War was dragging on. That was like eleven issues. That was a year of Justice League, and it felt like yeah. it was dragging things it down. Was, it
2: wasn't bad, but I wasn't, I wasn't excited for it by the end. Uh, I can tell you
1: that. No, definitely not. I mean, it was really working hard to be a flagship, but it kind of, I feel like that drug it down.
0: Yeah, ha, yeah. Obviously, there was a lot of good stuff in John's Justice League run. There was, mm-hmm. there uh, was. But, um. It's been a while, we've had Brian Hitch on it for so long now, It just and obviously we didn't like any of that stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, it gave me cold snap, so I'm not going to True. I'm not gonna begrudge True. it too much.
1: Oh, Anytime I hear that in the news, like, we're going to have a cold snap,
0: <laughs>
3: I
1: go, uh, man, that guy. Also, I, I don't think it was helped out that he was continuing his Justice League of America stuff from that. You know, a book he was doing. Oh, that was yeah,
0: that was murky as shit when that switched over. Yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. know if that ever finished because it was it was going to get finished. It it did. It, they cancelled. No. They,
2: they kept no. resoliciting the the last like issue or two, but then he just started working on the Rebirth version. so yeah. I don't think it ever happened. Weird. Really much yeah, and
1: I read far more of that than I wanted to because of that. You know, the Justice League from the future. Oh, that's right. You the went back. Stuff. Yeah, you went back and read that. Uh, wish did I didn't.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, so... I, never,
1: I never finished it, so I don't know what happened with uh,
2: that Woman's worse,
1: homicidal though. son. That, that
2: you, yeah. you started it, going, oh, "I'm going to read this," and then and then yeah. you put yourself through it for well, nothing.
1: So, in case any comic creators are listening, if you want me to read something, just make a character that looks like Connor Kent, and, <laughs> <give me> hope, <laughs> huh? and I, I will read at least four issues. So, you know, I
0: like how you just glossed over my who right after yeah. after he said Connor yeah, Kent. I've learned pubes. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> so Justice League thirty four. Um, so this this is a kind of a I I, I like Matt, Matt's probably going to love this story because it, when you get to the end of it, the little thing for next time is <laughs> uh, more breaking Batman. Yeah. yeah, which I feel like is just the right up Matt's alley. I
1: do. Yeah, but I like how Priest is dealing with it because it's, it's again, it's that that in White Knight we'll touch on this later, but it's what happens when Batman tries too much? Mm. Like you have a support structure there, and you're still choosing not to not to consult with them. And
2: right? I because I, I was problems. reading an interview before this came out. Obviously, they were doing the you know the the hype mm-hmm. up for the new run, and uh, Priest was talking about how at least the start of the run for a while is going to be making bruce recognize his limits and it's going to be pushing Hmm. him to those limits and making him realize he can't go any further which is kind of similar to what king was saying at the start of his run.
0: yeah yeah yeah, so a lot of that going on and
1: it's a little bit deconstructing the bat god mythos right like yeah, a little yeah, bit,
0: making a bit more human. Because I mean, this your starts. He's like, he's he's barely sleeping. Alfred's like pissed off because he's like, he's getting looking like, of where a sleep in night or something like that. And it's, it's all going on? Uh, although actually, I did really like the uh, the start on this other planet uh, with the, the weird little alien dude with with Baz yeah, is there with,
1: with Bass, which was good keeping a continuity with Green Lanterns because you know he's yeah. not staying on Earth. So yeah. Uh, also, I think this is the first time we've seen Simon do his prayers like that like, uh, it's been a while if, in if that it has. Way,
2: we, we have we've had yeah I mean, I mean i think he actually recites a prayer in this week's green lanterns right yeah but but not like called... doing his prayers like this at that time of day exactly, yeah.
1: which i thought was cool because at first i was like who's this guy and then i was like oh it's simon well, he's got a okay
0: cool, yeah, this is cool he's got a cool mask on as well though so you can't even yeah. see who it is at first You're just yeah like, exactly
2: I, I i don't how, how does he you know which direction to point
1: that's that's what I was wondering. Maybe he just
2: kind of guides him. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's got his star charts out. He just has to uh, point okay, to Earth, yeah. basically. Just,
2: just get to Earth, that's good enough.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you're on another planet, you point towards Earth for for yeah. Mecca. Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: Simple.
1: No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know, the fact that that he is—I sometimes I forget that he is this Arabic Islamic character. You know, and because he kind of bucks that trend so much, because from what we know about Simon is he loves cars and he loves being a Green Lantern. So, and also he, he makes those cookies uh, with, with his mom for the holidays. So, uh, but we haven't gotten much on, on his faith. And I thought that was a really cool introduction to Priest yeah. It's really the first thing we see.
0: It feels like the sort of thing Priest will touch on maybe more than some other writers. Yep. Like he'll want to play with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so what happens in this issue is basically there's multiple things happening at the same time. There's what appears to be an alien invasion, although it turns out by the end that it's actually just a tourist <laughs> group of aliens who have just just got went made a wrong turn and gotten too close to Earth in
1: Albuquerque. Which again, with the Looney Tunes crossovers we just had, that cracked me up. Um, like Priest going, ah, oh, I should have done more of these.
0: So Baz is out there with them. There's an earthquake that's happening. There's a some YouTube jihadists who have kidnapped a couple of nuns. Uh, which is a really specific plot. Uh, so Batman oh. gets on the call and he sort of splits up the team. He says, No, Jess, you don't go with Simon. You you go to the the Hurricane with the Flash, uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman come with me. You know, like Superman's at the, the Hurricane as well. or the, uh, no, the earthquake. It was an earthquake. Sorry, I'm, I'm earthquake, mixing up natural yeah. disasters. But it turns out that's it's an emulator, so I've, I've got multiple natural disasters to to deal with. Which,
1: that's, that's my main problem with Greece right now. It's like, you think Batman wouldn't have factored in that Corona Del Mar literally means Jewel of the Sea? Like, he wouldn't have figured that out and well, sent Aquaman that, there? Well, that's the well, point.
0: That's, that's the point, yeah. He makes yeah. a mistake. He makes the, That's the point, is that he's, he's
2: overstressed. He's too and he misses tired it. That, he, I, that he overlooks it.
1: I, I understand that, but still, that's like a basic thing. Like, I don't know. That was... A little. Well, I mean, which
2: he, he's I, gone three days with no sleep. That's kind of the point of yeah. the start this issue. Alfred, no, no, no. Three days, we said. That was the limit.
1: I get that. But out of all the other mistakes, like, that one I feel is, like, you, you could have had a better reasoning for it, that he was just like, oh, well, so, I didn't even think about the name. Like, you, he sent Aquaman because Aquaman they needed the muscle. I
0: don't know. You know I, I, mean? I I disagree with this like, completely. This is, no, just, I, I, I this like is a silly this. complaint. I think, I think
2: it's the point that he's so focused uh. on what the issue is and you know the bigger concepts that he that he oh he's overlooking things like that that he should be noticing.
0: Yeah, I'm glad it's a simple detail. It actually makes it much more believable, believable to me. Like it'd one yeah, thing I, if he messed up some really hard, difficult like like theory or. Like, oh, uh, so, like, some sort of weird domino effect. Well, that's what happened because that happened. No, no, he just yeah, didn't think about the name. Yeah,
1: but that's not what I'm, I'm arguing. I'm arguing that, like, even something like that, like, give me a different reason that he slept up and sent Aquaman there. Not just because, like, oh, I didn't realize it was next to the ocean. Richard was in the ocean guy. Like, I felt that was kind of weak. Like, they needed, you know, his muscle for whatever else they needed and that Superman couldn't handle just by himself. You know? Like... I don't know. It was just yeah, not not a big hang-up, but I thought it was kind
2: of dumb. No, I'm, I'm fine with uh, I think this is kind of the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really do think that's kind of like the, the whole point is that he's so sleep deprived that he just doesn't click. He just it does doesn't register to him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we don't do this all day because I'm not going to budge. I still think it's stupid. Like that's not a, it's not a reason like yeah he's sleep deprived but still like no way, gonna say that that man,
2: even... there is no but still that's the whole thing It's like he's oh, that sleep deprived God.
1: oh matt sometimes you have the weirdest
0: complaints
2: <laughs> i do it's
1: our media it going okay that was stupid like i just i don't buy it i don't buy it. even under him being sleep deprived can i just
0: point out here can i just point out that matt's yeah. complaining that the mistake that a writer had batman make was too yeah. silly batman's better than that that's his argument right now is that batman's not dumb enough to make this mistake
2: he's yeah. basically because batmaning out of the fact that batman is human <laughs> i am not his
1: because history. Batmaning. this dude studies how many different languages right we know this he would know like there's an ocean there and if there's an earthquake by an ocean it's usually going to cause a tsunami i know this i'm not a geologist i'm not a climatologist I've just seen enough disaster movies to know that tsunamis right. come with
2: earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, common sense. And, and Batman so knows that I'm I'm... still aware of that part. It's just that he didn't realise it was by the, by the ocean. I didn't know it was by the ocean. <laughs> I, I didn't either.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm at, at least half as smart
0: something. as Batman. so I,
1: I, mean... almost said, I almost said something that would have been unforgivable, so I'm not going to say it.
2: I really want to know what it was going to say now. <laughs> I was like, well, you
1: guys are Batman. <laughs> like, can't believe this has become me defending Batman. <laughs> oh, this is the best. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be in a full cow by next week. Thanks a lot, Christopher <laughs> Priest. <laughs> All right, Anyways. well,
0: getting pa- get past the mistake that, that, that Matt's not on board with. Uh this basically leads to Akuma getting there late and then Batman's too slow to actually save uh, the, the, the nuns. Wonder Woman's in there. She's actually taking care of the situation but the cops, despite being told that things are under control, throw in the tear gas anyway. It actually blows up the uh, one of the, the nurses, or nuns have got an oxygen tank and it uh, kills one of the perpetrators. So it's the bad guy who dies but it's still kind of like, no, we had this dealt with. No one had to die. Like yeah. This is probably I had to go. And then the other perpetrator freaks out and stabs the other nun. ...or stabs one of the nuns, and you know Batman gets in there just a little bit too late and sees it happen. Uh, and he, you know, he and it's you know Superman at the end of the book goes to see him at the, the, the manor and is like, "Hey, like you know, we saved thousands of people, like from the tsunami. We, we you know, we saved one of them. Like you know, like it happens. Like we did. We today was pretty much a win. We did the best we could and we achieved a lot. But Batman feels like, no, no, I, that that shouldn't have happened. I should have been there quicker. You know, so." Uh, which is a very Batman attitude, but um, he is making mistakes. So I'm I'm curious to see where this goes with that and how it how it plays with these various things.
2: Yeah. No, I, I really like this idea that at the end, it's it's not that he should have been there quicker. It's that you shouldn't have been there at all. We should have oh, had sure, someone yeah. else. We should have had the reserves. You know, someone else could have covered this. Yeah. It's, that's it's, that's it's kind, it's kind of Superman's end. point. It's like, we've got a team for a reason. We can handle yeah. things without you. You don't well, have to be that, there for I, everything. I,
1: this all happened because
0: I didn't listen to Victor, you know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Alfred. Let's not forget not listening to Alfred.
1: Imagine.
0: So, yeah. no, I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see how if Batman gets to a point in this book where he starts delegating a, bit, a little bit more and accepting. Uh, yeah. Like, how great would it be if there's like a giant arc going on, but the entire time Batman's like forcing himself to relax in like a beach somewhere, and he's like just yeah. he's yeah. got a mai tai and he's like, no, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting it's
2: involved. almost... <laughs> I like the end. It almost implies that okay, maybe this could be like almost Batman trying to take a break from the league because you know, mm, yeah. you know, Superman says, "Ah, oh, you know, you know, we'll manage without you," and he's like, "Yeah, maybe, may, maybe, maybe you should." Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I also uh,
1: like seeing him. We we're so used to seeing either Bruce in like a tuxedo or suit or doing the you know the half cowl look, uh,
2: but it's him, nice a, him just in the sweats.
1: Yeah, and in, in a in a tracksuit kind of deal, just sitting on the steps in Wayne Manor. That's something I don't think I can recall seeing. So, you know, nice look for him.
0: Uh, so, art, trying to relax. Art was pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked
0: yeah. it. I mean, obviously, it wasn't the best art ever, but it was really solid. Uh, I especially like the yeah, stuff Aquaman's in space. Superman's
1: ponytail is out of control. Though, of <laughs> yeah, are. and that's yeah, not a complaint. I just I love then. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cars Fast. breaking up a little bit. they didn't really get anything what you just said. Uh, but, no, I, I like the stuff in space in particular. I, I think that all looks really good. I, I think Pete Wood's style and the colors actually really lend itself to all the space stuff. It was like a good sort of space opera vibe going from the stuff in the planet and then yeah. and the stuff in space with the, the ships.
1: I also usually I don't like it when the art's this blocky, uh, but I like it here. He doesn't really... Like, his Superman is, like, super broad and bulky and mm. it fits... So I like that, and then the, but his Wonder Woman is, you know, not. It's kind of the opposite of that, where well, she has she has strength, but she's not.
2: She's almost cartoony by comparison. Yeah. So. I I, yeah. I really like some of the layouts as well, and uh... yeah, like when the the gas grenades are going into the building, they mm. kind of pop out of the panel. And mm, it has yeah. almost like a three D effect to them, which is really nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. I uh. No, I, I dug this a lot. It was actually really nice to Because uh, like, not, not only was I excited for it, just sleep book again, like I'm actually okay, I'm on board now. I want you to see the next distro. That's a weird feeling. Uh, also worth mentioning, Priest uh, uh much like his Deathstroke has the uh the, sort of the, the sort of scene titles yep. uh, sprinkled
3: yeah. in so, there.
1: It's up I'm thinking about it right now, it's kinda of like an anti hmm. Deathstroke story. Whereas Death Stroke started with this, this I'm gonna build up this character. To break him down, he's starting already with a broken down character, with Batman, you know, and we'll see where he goes from there. So, oh, that's true. That's and true. and you
2: know, to go back to the 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 the, the 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 titles, I guess they are the the way they yeah. do the the section. It's very straightforward and linear compared to In Strike. Yeah. It's just yep. it's just this is what this scene is, rather than oh sure, okay, he's well, jumping about.
1: No, I think part of... either of you read his Black Panther?
2: No, no.
0: Either I, so I'm going to have to check to see if uh, you've uh, done that there. I've never read a single issue of Black Panther, of anyone's, yeah. so uh, that would be a no. Uh, I do think part of that th- that idea being a bit more straightforward is, A, he knows that this is more of a mainstream book for everyone. Like, you know, yeah. everyone's going to be yeah. checking out Justice League. Um, and I think part of it as well is just the fact that you've got so many characters that he's going to be juggling and doing mm-hmm. so many things with, it's just maybe a better idea to maybe keep it a bit simpler, at least to begin with. Maybe he'll get more yeah, inventive. Like, you, d- yeah.
2: you say that, but right now he probably has as many characters in Deathstroke as he does on this team.
0: Oh sure, but the thing with Deathstroke but is that you've got... He De-
1: juggles them more. Well that's
0: does, the thing, in yeah. Deathstroke you've got one central character, and then a lot of them kind of group together into like a, yep. a group, yeah, you know, yeah. a team, so... Uh, whereas here, I can see there's been a bit of a difference because he's going to actually no, maybe a story will be focused more on Superman, or one will be focused on Jessica, mm-hmm. or one will be focused on Flash. Or
1: I can tell you who's not going to be making an appearance in this book: <laughs> Dick Grayson. Because remember what he said.
0: Uh, I, I do recall. I do recall.
1: Uh, he's the opposite of Pete, there.
2: Yeah, he I think if if he, if he ever shows up, it'll be in this arc with you know where Batman's struggling. Yeah, he
0: does not love Dick. He may, he but, may, he may enjoy pubes though.
2: Ugh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, right that I, I command's ponytail looks like a bit of a pube, doesn't it? <laughs> no. What are you looking at there, Connor? <laughs> 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 I just wanted to say it to annoy you.
1: <sighs> uh, anyways, you made I, I had something to add on to there, and then you just made me forget <laughs> it. So, ah, uh, never mind.
2: Kind mm, of been that good.
1: All right. You know, well, it might have been. You'll never know now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess
0: I guess we'll move on to uh, Green Lanterns yeah. number 36. Tim Seeley writing Ronin Cliquette on art. Uh, this was the continuation of the Balthunga story mm-hmm. where he's uh, he's there with his father. He's supposed to kill him, both the Unkillable and single Jane has shown up and takes on the lanterns. Uh, we get a lot of this told uh, sort of uh, retroactively because the, the 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 two yeah. lanterns are in. Uh, I was going to say uh, uh, over there, but no, has been, been no, a while since no, Oa. Well. Uh, but they they they're basically recounting this to the the, the core, and the single out Jane fought them. She can like you know swallow light. In fact, she swallows the spaceship. She's
1: a living, yeah. She's a living black hole. That's a great concept for cool. yeah. It's
0: it pretty cool. I, I liked it a lot. I I liked uh, her in combat. I liked her swallowing Jessica and Jessica having like that weird like nightmare scenario you know, inside of her.
1: It reminded me a lot of Get Out. You know, because there's oh, yeah, the way that they. It. They they do the the dark place and get out and you, you look up and there's like a manhole cover like, and just looks up and that's what it looks like. There's like this hole there and especially with her because it makes her relive the events that made her, you know.
0: And Joe's Joe's great. They didn't dis- they didn't diminish her threat because she doesn't actually get beat. Mm-hmm. She only stops fighting because. Balthunga finally just kills his father. Like that's yeah. kind of like what the crime is. Is that we actually have the the the, the dead Both, which is why the the core are sort of investigating this, and it's kind of like his father kind of like spurs him on to do it because he's like, oh, I want you actually like not be a, you know, a loser for some to actually yeah. do something you promised well, to once yeah. in your life. I you kind
1: of feel that Both has a little bit of dementia, you know. So he's kind of recanting the story, uh, to to Balthunga, not really recognizing that it's him. And he's just like, I just wish my son would handle his own affairs. You know, he could be a great warrior, but he passes on everything to everybody else. And then when you you find out at the end that he, you know, strangled yeah. his dad off the Unkillable, you know, it was – it had some weight to it. Like this character that's been basically a joke since, you know, mm. uh, Humphreys has been writing – this. Is, no, this is Sealy though, right? Yeah, silly. yeah, 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 so when Humphreys brought him in, he was kind of a, a joke.
0: Uh, wait, did Humphreys in, rate him at all? He uh, was in Hallam. No, Pals. that wasn't.
1: That wasn't this, ah, okay. this is. This too many, too yeah. many plot lines. But anyways, he's he's more of a joke, you know, more often than not. And so here it added a, a gravity to his character, especially with this singularity, Jane. Because uh, at the end there, yeah, Simon and just talking about it, and it's kind of like, well, was she the devil? Like, what exactly was she? You know. He's like, well now she's the next threat, so no, keep on her toes.
0: They're really selling it. And obviously it actually cuts to ingara uh, with the current situation going with the Molites and the, the yep. some of the Ngarans like sort of like you know campaign to get rid of them. Uh, and I'm like, is that implying they're gonna connect? Like she's gonna get a client there uh, on Ingara? Maybe I would, it kinda of feels that way a little bit. Well
1: oh, we we know that one of the Angarans is behind all of this, right? He set all this all up. So I wonder if yeah, if it's a deal with her, you know, he wants to mm. take power that so he con- contracted her.
0: Could possibly... I, I do like that we're building it up in the background, though, just a little bit each issue. Like, yeah. it, it really does feel like there's a sort of plan sort of in place for yeah. at least this chunk of the run, whatever it, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah,
2: this is literally one page, but I guess it's, you know, they're in a, a refugee camp, essentially. You know, yeah. they're walled off yeah. from the rest of society. And, and, and they have no idea what's going on out there.
0: Yeah. And, it's funny, actually. Um, there's, a, there's a little bit of this that feels a little bit saga to me, actually. Uh the, the various aliens that are involved, the Singularity Jane being like this unstoppable hitman force kind of thing. There's just a lot of little things that remind me of just, cause just, you know, in terms of feeling how Saga sometimes feels, which is good for me because I love Saga. but uh, no. I, I, no, I'm digging this uh, a lot. Uh, I've yeah. enjoyed this Thunger story, which I, I don't think if you told me there was going to be a Thunger story that yeah. I'd assumed that I was going to love it, but uh, it's been yeah. handled very well and even had a little bit of weight to it. You know, at the end when yeah. he, he's in this prison... And like this uh, other aliens, like making fun of him. Like, ah, oh, I've heard all the stories you tell are false. And Balthunga turns around and you know gets ready to fight. Like he's actually he's not a.
1: Ooh.
0: a, lame he tells a like Mojo
2: back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he's like, I'm Funga, I killed Barth the Unkillable. You really want to do this?
2: <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's funny because he goes, oh, I heard all these things were like." You know, he he mentions a few and, and, and Yeah. He goes, "Yeah, no, you, you heard right. I didn't do those things, but I did kill Barth the Unkillable. Yeah. So bring it on." Yeah. Yes.
0: Watch out if you're if you're if you let yourself grow old and then you're a weak and feeble old man, then he can step in and take care of you.
1: I think though Yeah, but that said, I think that might be the toughest thing he's ever had to do, you know? Like he has to end his own father's life to maintain this cred, you know? Like Yeah, he was a feeble old man. Wait, yeah well, it wasn't it, about
2: the physical challenge
0: oh sure i know no. that i'm just, I'm just saying for, in terms of threatening I mean, how many someone, people
1: out there know that bathy and killable i mean that name carries, well, no but i'm saying that
0: you know, like, like, I, I know that the, the challenge for him in the scene was his the emotional no. side of it but i'm saying if he's using that as a threat to some big tough alien dude then the comparison I, I it sounds
2: like a threat because they don't know that he strangled no man. Well, them, yeah. well, I know, but that's my joke. My, reputation.
0: my joke is though that he's not really a threat to them because all he did was strangle an old man who was nearly dead anyway. I, th-
2: I think he still is a threat because it's about you know he he was he was a joke before because well, he was kind of just passing by, but now he's like, no, I can do this. He kind of has that strength.
0: Oh, sure, I'm not saying he's not. I'm, I'm just I was making a joke, all right. I was making a joke that all, all he actually technically is, did was strangle an old I man.
1: Wanna... Once once Lobos done. With the Justice League of America, I wouldn't mind a like a mini series of Bolfunga and Lobo, like hitting the road, like midnight run style. Like Lobo has to go bring in Bullfunga or vice versa, you know. Yeah,
2: that could be a really lot of cool. fun. John, I saw something this week. Someone uh, photoshopped uh, uh, Momoa to be Lobo. I'm like, God yeah. damn! Why is he Aquaman?
1: This dude, real Aquaman, he's my favorite thing in the Justice. Oh, that's, movie. that's
2: cool, but I was like, yeah, he's perfect for Lobo. Yeah, yeah but do we want a Lobo movie? I want no. a Lobo movie, but I wouldn't mind like no. Lobo in a movie.
0: Mm, I don't know. I'm not feeling a Look, big Lobo I feel presence. Lobo
1: is. I, I, have a, I have some friends that really hate Bane as, as a villain because uh, there's really not much to him as of as a certain, which I'll, I'll disagree with all day. But I feel like that should go to Lobo. I just, he's a character that I just don't. He's like the '90s in one package, kind of like Cable. Like, I don't need him that much, but in like a miniseries, yeah, he's cool. Like in Fifty Two, where he was a pacifist and was like a dolphin worshiper, you know, with the space dolphins. That was cool.
2: That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't need a Lobo movie. God no, but just him being around in another movie could be fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll tell
1: you the back. I do love him in American Alien issue seven, where he fights Superman. You, like you love everything
2: it's... in
1: that book, though. So that's true. That's
0: true. Yeah, so Green Arrow was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty solid. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, so we'll move on to Green Arrow number thirty-five. Uh, finally, its numbering does not match. That single shippings went into full effect. Yeah. So, uh, Benjamin Percy writing, John Johnny Feria on art. And uh, first thing I'll say, actually, is on the art. Uh, there's a lot of underwater stuff, this issue, with the Inferno mm-hmm. being at the bottom of the seabed and uh, Moira and Oliver on this little submarine thing. Uh, all of that stuff is gorgeous. Like, I, I was, yeah. that, that was... That was blown away. Just the
2: descent before... Because you, know, you get a few pages before you get to the, you know, the, the reveal of the Inferno. Yep. Yeah. That descent is just gorgeous.
1: Man, they, I went back and re-looked over the, the giant squid and the whale like and just that imagery right there you know uh it sets it's like foreshadowing for what's going to go on in the issue
0: there's one panel in particular it's a close-up of oliver's face and it's like all the light of the jellyfish hitting his face and it's just it's so detailed his beard everything about it's just Mm -hmm. really really expressive and then but i think honestly that full-page spread of actually finding like the the inferno which is like Half destroyed. Yeah,
2: and I think it does a thing with the scale. Like we saw the ship against, you know, the whale and and the giant squid, like I was saying. And then you get to there, and it looks tiny. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's all very good. And Uh, the fact
2: that there's multiple
1: of these on the ocean at one time, too, because she says this is just one of them. You know, like man, that was that was real cool.
0: Hmm. Um. I so so we, a lot of it is that and that's fine because it was all gorgeous it was really nice anyway, I knew the whole time that Moira was going to betray him like <laughs> yeah a, just waiting yeah. for it obviously Which was going is. to happen
1: curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal uh,
0: yes there you go that's a Firefly reference uh, that is a just been show Joe oh, he also did he also did the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer
2: god damn it Matt why did you give him that one
1: well because I almost did my hey you know what else I loved issue 8 of Wonder Woman
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: a stretch, of you know it. Uh, do, oh, I love this. Error. Something else no, I, I love. Do that
1: when, when you brought up when you brought up American Alien, because then I had to check the artist before yeah. I said something. But that was Joel Jones on that issue of that I loved an American Alien. So, anyways.
0: Okay, okay, but no, everything underwater, like the 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 sea monsters, everything else. Uh, it's all very good, but it all basically just boils down to he's down there, he's fighting monsters and then Moira abandons him and leaves him down at the bottom of the ocean. Um, meanwhile, you have uh, the two cops, the, the ones working for, for uh, the Nine Circle uh, and kills his partner because his partner's starting to like, keep an eye on him too much. Uh, so you yep. get that stuff uh, and you also get a little bit of the Wendy Pool element uh, and you kind of see a little bit of how she survived. Uh, well, you don't really see how she survived so much. We see, like, up until her death and how they were sort of setting up all of her. Like, Shadow was involved. They were putting her blood in Oliver's boat. You see a little bit more cut. So I'm assuming we're going to see maybe in the next issue a flashback of how she actually ends up not dead.
1: Yeah, I hope that she's not, like, some sleeper agent because they seem super worried that she's out there. That's when that cop follows, you know, oh. um, to, yeah,
2: that'd be disappointing. to the full resident. Like, if it turns
1: out that she's a sleeper agent or whatever, I'm going to be a little bit upset. But, you know, Oliver
2: needs a win.
0: Yeah. Well, that, 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 that big eye panel, though, when it goes into her eye, was a.
2: Uh... I, I love that the, the layout is an eye as well. Like, so you've got that, the, the, the circle and the eyelashes mm. that make up the panels above it. It's just incredible.
1: Yep.
0: But, uh, no, so all the little things you had, uh, Emmy's wanting a new outfit. She's wanting Wendy to help her design oh. a new red arrow costume. So that'll, that'll, I see that happening. And I love
1: Emmy. Emmy's slowly becoming my favorite sidekick, even though she wouldn't say she's a sidekick. And she's Red Arrow. She stands on her own. She's a kick. Percy's yeah. Percy just doing wonders with this character.
0: Yeah. So we had that, and then we also obviously towards the end, Black Canary's aware that Oliver's underwater. She's she's got him tracked, and make makes uh, Henry uh, take take her on the little little submersible they've got. So we kind of we kind of end with them on route to try and save Oliver, but he's uh, got a big nice big
2: surrounded by sharks with teeth that are very reminiscent of the Joker who laughs. <laughs> they are The Batman indeed. who laughs, even. They are indeed, yeah. Uh, they're, they're terrifying.
0: No, it was good. It was a really nice atmospheric uh, issue. There wasn't really necessarily a lot of plot per se. I mean, honestly, the detective stuff where the partner was killing uh, the other one because he didn't want to uh, yeah. be turned in or yeah. whatever, Like that was probably the most plot <laughs> in the book. But the... Yeah. All the stuff in the the water with the the monsters, the jellyfish, the sneaking around the the, the sunken you know inferno. All that was beautiful. It was very atmospheric. And then, the, as you say, the, the shark at the ends and stuff with the the big teeth. Uh, uh, yeah, that was very uh, horror movie kind of. I, I
2: yeah. will say, this may suffer going monthly. If we keep it at like, this pace. Because so. like like this was a great issue. I, I love mm. it. Because, like I say, so much atmosphere, but so little plot. And that's fine when we go, oh, we've got another one in two weeks. But but yeah. we don't anymore. So now we've got to wait a month. We, we said get...
1: that we said that same about Deathstroke, and I don't think Deathstroke's been that hindered by it. You know? So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I, have, <laughs> I have no problem with this pacing, actually, uh, on, a, on a monthly book. As long as I'm actually into what it's doing each issue. It's
2: yeah, I've never I, I think I don't think it's it wouldn't be a problem if it had started like this. I think it's just the it's jarring to keep the same pacing as we had before, weirdly. I, I, I'm getting
0: I, it. I've never been someone who's like I've never been someone who's against decompressed story. Like I've I've never had a problem with that. Some people hate it when they feel like they get an issue and there's not enough plot in it. I've never really had that issue.
2: I I don't mind it like, you know, okay, we can have an issue like this. But if every issue is like this, it starts to become a problem. Yeah.
0: I was about to say that I've never felt like an issue has had nothing in it, because I have, but it's all about how well it's written and what else yeah. it has going for it.
2: Uh, you know, I'll, I'll take... Yeah, it's definitely still enjoyable, just by, by the art alone. Yeah. No,
0: that's was, was a really solid issue. Um, yeah. That'll take us on to Nightwing 34. Tim Seeley writing Javier Fernandez on art. Uh, so this is ending up this arc... We uh, got all the pigeons and the various night wing birds, uh, all with all with the uh, the the blockbuster serum in it. Uh, well, all, the the well not the, the modified blockbuster serum that just makes yeah. them outright like Neanderthals. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fill on that. it just
1: got Hulk juice. It's got yeah,
0: Hulk juice. Uh, I thought this was a solid issue. I do think uh, it basically amounts to one big fight for the most part, though. So I feel like there's less to yeah. actually talk about. But uh, th-
1: the stuff with Defacer, I loved. She's again yeah. talking about side characters that I've grown to love. She's one, two. Yeah. Oh, um,
0: Matt, Mike. Yeah, Defacer probably had the most uh, most to do really, because Dick's basically just fighting Raptor on the roof for like mm-hmm. the whole issue, whereas yeah. Defacer's got the runoffs and she's like sort of actually yep. like forming plans. Okay, I, my my spray cans have got anecdotes in them, which is a really weird idea, but whatever. Cool, at least yeah. for a nice well, visual. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so what I want to say. All the stuff with the pigeon, I wasn't familiar at all with the pigeon. I don't know if if they had created it just for this run. You know, this reveal, like she's an avatar for Ishtar and wants to destroy all other monuments to other gods. Man, I could have dealt with that from the beginning. That was cool. Like, that gave Pigeon some, like, gravity here. Uh, Because otherwise, I just felt like, oh, she's this hippy dippy. I'm going to do my art to destroy, you know, society from what they hold. But, like, this was cool.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it felt like like uh, millennial vandalism before. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and here yeah. it
1: was like, oh, no, she's a proper villain. Like, if she wants to be. So I hope we get more of her going forward.
0: Yeah. And hopefully we get Dastardly and Muttly coming in to catch the pigeon. <laughs> I don't get the reference. Are you ever seen Catch the Pigeon? No it was Dastardly and Muttley's own show, like you know what Aside, <laughs> really? aside from Wacky Racers, I only
1: know Dastardly. Yeah, I only know Dastardly and Muttley from Wacky Racers. Oh no, Come yeah. You
2: know. Now I've got that bloody theme tune stuck in my head. Catch the pigeon, yeah, no. catch yeah, the pigeon, yeah, prick. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, you know what? These the years never Dastardly and Muttley, but I wouldn't. They are. Yeah,
0: the entire pl- the entire plot of every issue is they're trying like it's Dastardly and Muttley and a couple of like henchmen and they're trying to catch a pigeon. Pigeon. That's the plot of the the cartoon. But it was great. It was Dastardly and Muttley. <laughs> trying to do that's something uh, and failing. Uh, yeah.
2: it, 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 that, that's all.
0: Yeah. Oh, Connor, Connor's <laughs> dead. Connor, Connor completely froze there. Say that again, Connor. We didn't get any of yeah. it. I
2: said, I said, that's all you want out of life, right? Dastardly and Mutley just trying and failing.
0: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's all you need. And typically, it'll be Dastardly who gets in the most pain and then Muttly'll oh, get some enjoyment out of a it laugh. anyway. Yeah, a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah,
1: work. Uh, But yeah, but no, I love that part and... I'm kind of over this version of Blockbuster just because I feel like he's spinning his wheels, you know, like the whole casino and oh, you don't, you're not part of Bloodhaven. This is my town. Well, um,
0: luckily, Matt, I think this is the end of the the this yeah. part of the story. So I, I feel like you may not even yeah. see him for a while.
1: Uh, I hope so. And yeah. if
0: you do, it'll be under Humphreys and doing something new with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. because but I that's... did like the whole Tiger Shark story. Like I thought that was cool. Like the way that he he mm. flipped on both Tiger Shark and and Dick. But he set up Dick with that portal generator, so he, oh, I knew he'd get out. Like, I like that part of it, but just him constantly turning into the Hulk and, you know, reverting back. I was just like, okay. It's kind of around its
0: course. Yeah, obviously the biggest emotional thing. I mean, other than like Sean and Dick kind of having mm-hmm. like a little moment and being like, I can always be there to help because we're we're here to save this city. You get a big full page spread at the end of Nightwing yep. with all the runoffs. He's here to stay. It's Bloodhaven. He's a permanently cured blockbuster, seemingly, which he's not very happy yeah. about. But I think the the, the the real sort of emotional point in the issue that I think maybe stands out is we learn that Dick's actually potentially named after Raptor. We find out Raptor's yeah. real name yeah. is Richard. Uh, that is a very interesting point. Uh, yeah. To 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 end on. I I do like that. I I, I did like the issue. I, I think it maybe just suffers from being just mostly one big fight. It uh, also yeah. I have a question. Um maybe this is just me being confused by the art a little bit, but at one point it really looks like the facer has Superman strength and like throws a statue onto uh onto Pigeon. Cause she makes a quip about oh, you want like these monuments turned down and she she's sort of like it, She's—it's like she's throwing this giant statue down at her. I'm like, wait a minute, like where the hell was that thing? Like she couldn't have been picking that up.
2: I mean, let me look at this. No, for no, me. you're right. It does kind of look like it.
0: It—it it, it looks like Superman or someone's like grabbed a giant statue and like thrown it at someone.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: she's not even wearing her rocket boots. Because this—those were yeah. Like.
2: Because I think I don't think I realised how big the sense of it. Because you see her holding it up, but you don't see it. You just see her arm up as she's speaking, and then you see the shadow, and then you see the size of the thing that that is being dropped.
0: Yeah, it's it's huge. So
1: yeah, that's weird.
0: The only way I could maybe justify it is if it was happened to just be on that roof next to them, and she just sort of like pushed it over, or like it's you know,
1: huge. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, it's still a lot to do, but it, it's more believable than her just picking up this giant statue. And... So here's
1: here's my other thing with Raptor. When, when, when Blockbuster super punches him, right? Like, did he snap his spine or something? Because we all know Raptor can't feel pain. But then he's, like, crippled. But they never really say what had happened. So are we supposed to infer, like, it did some, like, internal damage?
0: I, I think the idea is he doesn't feel it. But it's yeah, it, it was such a happens, yeah it? it's still a strong yeah. it's such a strong hit it basically like paralyzes him for at least temporarily.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because at first Come I on. thought he,
0: at first I thought he died. I thought that little blood panel was like a blood vessel like bursting or something like yeah. that. That's what I thought it was. You see after on after that though that he's actually alive so he's fine. But yeah. Uh, actually, I do think it's an effective moment. though. I like the idea that he doesn't actually feel it, so he thinks he's fine, and then it's like the moment later he just like feels yeah. it hit.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I liked that part, but it was just the, I didn't know if he had, you know, if he had died, and I was like, well, that's a waste of a great character, you know, but...
0: Nah, he's alive, he's alive. Um, He's definitely alive, yeah. I think my favourite art of the book, though, is probably when all the police searchlights hit Nightwing and Sean, and they're all lit up, and you've Mm got the the, the out-of-focus background. Uh, I really like that page. It's probably my favourite page of the art.
2: Um, I, I will tell you, I, I like the issue well enough as the end of the arc. I think it suffers as the end of the run. I could have done with an epilogue issue. Yeah. A lot of these other bits. Because like, like the, the stuff with Sean and the group are uh, by far the best moments of the book. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of lost in the impact of all the Raptor stuff. No, yeah, I, I, I
0: can get behind a bit that. Unfortunately, obviously you have, also, the, you have the funny moments of a where she gets tiger shark. She just kind of runs into him and is like, "Hey, I got hey. a super villain." Is, is it
2: yeah. just me completely forgetting what she looks like, or does she look different here? No, she, she, she looks look, different here. She looks fatter Hernandez's, here. That's yeah. why what, what I was like, because it said that, that she was supervillain, I was like, "Is it?" No, she, like, yeah. she, she was
0: always a, like she was never like really slim. She always had like a little bit more of a realistic yeah. look to her. But this was like a lot chunkier here, and and which is weird because Fernandez has been drawing this book on and off since the start. Like he's been around, so it's a bit weird. I don't
2: think it was rushed. I don't have a a problem with it if that's okay. If that's the look they want, but But it was jarring because I was like, "Is is that her? Like that's not what I remember her looking like."
0: This was definitely a lot rounder than she normally is. I mean, she's always been a little bit. You know, not like super slim. She's always she's, had more of a normal look. But
1: like I always yeah. looked at her, like she's built like a like a, a Olympic lifter. You know, she's got big, broad shoulders. Like hmm. she's a cop; she can handle herself. You know, and yeah, here though, she looks like Amanda Waller. <laughs> yeah, so, she, yeah, she looks. Like she so she's had a few too many donuts to since the last issue.
2: Round, rounded face. I yeah, because that's the first point you see it, and and she's you know she's saying, "Oh, coming through." You know, of coming through. I'm like. Well, I'm really glad you told me that was her there. Yeah, I imagine... I imagine,
1: I imagine he, just, he went just went off the, the description of it's a female Bullock, but he missed... Fernandez missed the female part, so he just started drawing Bullock. And they're like, no, 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 no Swaboda! So, yeah. yeah, I'll make the hair longer. <laughs> we'll fix it in coloring.
2: Uh, <laughs> Is that the comics are cool enough? We'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll it, fix has... it in color. Um...
0: No, nah, so I think it was a fine issue. It's just a shame that maybe it wasn't the strongest that the, the runs had. Like, yeah. you, you, hope that you're you're in the highest of high notes, and it's just kind of like no, it's a solid issue in Nightwing, but it wasn't the uh at the heights that it's been. You
1: know. I do, I do feel though, like we have set up a new status quo for him. Like after all this time from the New Fifty Two and all that, he's back in Bloodhaven, and like he has a supporting cast and even his own rogues gallery. Yeah, he's you know, got a bit
0: with, of yeah, you got yeah. the runoffs. So, so the runoffs yeah. are totally sticking around based on that ending. Yeah.
1: But, like, the fact that at the end it's Mr. Nice and she's. I felt like it was kind of like Batman Begins at the end where they're talking on the rooftop and Gordon shows the Joker card. And there's like, oh, it's one of yours. He's, you know, what, is, what does he say? Um,. You got one of yours. Oh, boy, yeah. Kidnapped to, a couple of radio pundits.
0: Yeah, to set this up, though, like, just to yeah. set up the scene, because you're hitting at the the, the reference or the, compared to it yeah. begins, but yeah, it ends on a rooftop with, like, Svoboda's oh. called Nightwing. And yeah. She's got. But unlike Gordon, she has a cup of coffee waiting for her, which yeah. is. You know?
2: I had to realise how it wasn't a rooftop, it was just on the docks. Like on well, the it was on p- the yeah. docks,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah. But it was it was that kind of scene, though, right? It was, it yeah. was you know. Uh calling in up the, the in front hero. of
2: yours and he's
1: like oh Mr. Nice and then he goes off and it's got the runoffs and you know Orca's there and yeah it's, they, it's done a lot of progression I like that. I like when it feels like
2: it's own section of the DCU I, I like that the squirrel is front and center. Yes <laughs> It's important mm. The squirrel's all
0: pubes
1: <sighs> I hate you That'll
0: take us on to Deathstroke number twenty-six, Christopher Priest again, uh, with Diogenes Neves on art. Uh, so this is uh, kind of following up that big cliffhanger at the end of issue twenty-five. Yeah. Doctor Icons all roided out. He's got a, an old Deathstroke stroke suit on. Um, yeah. and we kind of find out how he how he survived. We also finally find out how uh, Slade got his eyesight back.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah which which was really jarring at the time yes yeah, very much
0: yeah. but i am amused though that he stole an eye from dr icon that's actually kind of funny yeah. but yeah so that, that was basically he also Slade finds out um about jericho and uh dr icon which is yeah not-
1: which i love his reaction though because he is pure hmm. Slade wilson dad he's like dude that's like you were like their uncle that is so wrong like
0: yeah my kids were your kids, and he tries to like just—he's yeah. like, well, he's like twenty-one, like he's not like he was, uh, no. was like abusive or anything like that. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, but he's like a son to you,
2: yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're they're both in the right because icons like, yeah, he's hmm. twenty-one, he can make his own decisions, and he's yeah, he's technically right. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Stop it being creepy.
0: No, yeah. Well, it's it's, it's like uh, the Kelly joke animated animating movie with Batman and Barbara yeah. having sex on the oh, rooftop. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. She's old enough. That's that's not what makes it creepy. What makes it creepy not is enough. that he's a father figure. <laughs>
1: yeah and so i like that and i like that slade just like i don't know you mess with my family you're you're getting it
0: i love that in a scene like this slade's the one who's speaking the the moral sense
1: yeah he's gone from the moral high ground here yeah you know and so do you think dr icon's the one that killed the the girl the wife to be
2: i can't remember the name oh uh i know you're on about it yeah the the the, the, the wedding that didn't quite happen Yeah.
0: yeah yeah uh that would make the most sense at this point they might swerve us yeah. with uh something else but i would yeah, do my the guess right? there's there still everyone.
1: adeline going no woman's good enough for my son like that would be a fun reveal <laughs> what, what yeah.
0: about uh, what about any man adeline what about that <laughs> no woman's yeah. good enough what about some men he likes them yeah. too uh yeah. no so it's actually my favorite stuff in this issue though was actually the, the rest of defiance like tracking sled yeah. down and like finding the society hideout and sort of theorizing and Kid Flash like mistaken and thinking the reverse Flash there was like his dad and not his dad not fun. yeah yeah. Uh, I-, I like those little touches uh, and everyone kind of figuring out oh no like Adeline's just full of shit there wasn't any crisis somewhere else it was just <laughs> it was just her trying I mean, to get well, his away well, from Best she
1: admits that to Wintergreen she's like yeah no I just made that up because I didn't want them finding Slade yeah.
0: right before yeah. new Superman shows up because China wanted <laughs> to have a one-on-one with uh, Slade Wilson yeah. and i like how he's got a translator there and he just stands behind her posing like i'm like oh that's yeah. my that's King kong that's a King kong i know yep yeah, yeah.
1: it's just cool that priest got to use superman now you can see his new superman like yeah. that's such
2: a fun i i, I also really like you know when he answers the door it's like, he hears all this speech from new superman yeah. and he just goes yeah it's for you you can deal with this one <laughs> yeah. this, this yeah. is your mess
1: yeah. i see it's for
0: you. Also, Icon's yeah. locked Slade up. He's destroyed his suit. He's locked him up in the, under a church or whatever, and yeah. he's actually the, the the AI from his suit that was like Wintergreen's voice yeah. has now got a body because he's like there. <laughs> that's just yeah. kind of the ending. Now I'm imagining bit.
2: Slade just seeing him, like I don't see. I don't, don't know really because there. Icon made the suit. Uh, yeah, and
0: he also says, "I left a I left a friend with you or something like that." He, he, he implies there's someone else there, and then uh, yeah. Robo Wintergreen, po- you know, young Robo Wintergreen young pops Wintergreen. out yeah what yeah
1: happy now jackass <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah. wintergreen i love it early i wonder if wintergreen knew alfred at any point because they're both british right they both had terms in the in oh, the God, SAS. I want sas
2: them as young men together
1: yeah i, I don't like, want to th- cross paths
0: i don't want to them as young men together i want them not to have never met but we get a mini series where, you know, Batman and Deathstroke are involved in something and they get like, they get trapped and Wintergreen and Alfred have to work together to get them out. I want Pretty that cool. in present day. That's what yeah. I want.
2: Down for well, was, Yeah. Well,
1: it's always like, uh, 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 what's his name in, in The Dark Knight? Michael Kane. Like, his Alfred. I always felt fit that special, you know, the SAS version. And he talks mm. about in Burma in The Dark yeah. Knight. Like,. I like that one. I feel like he would have ran with Wintergreen, not not the current. Yeah, just, sassy Alfred?
0: The funniest line in those Batman movies might be Michael Caine in the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Wayne Manor's burning, and he like hits one of the, the League of Shadows over the back of the head yeah. with like, a golf club. He goes, "I hope you're not a member of the fire brigade." Yeah. As it walks in, that, that line, especially his accent, That's it's his voice. Accent, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like. Well, I also I also love that him when he's in the jet and he goes, "Yeah, you can borrow one of the cars because everything's left to Alfred," you know.
0: Yeah. that was fun yeah so you can ball yeah. the rolls if you like
1: yeah mm. but yeah so no show. I, mean, I mean I talked a little bit like it didn't the pacing I feel like the pacing has been helped here now because Priest can decompress he's not you know he's going issue at a time and we're getting a lot more detail here like with Icon and like the small thing is like yeah, this was the only suit I was able to squeeze myself yeah. into. Yeah, I think I think the the only
0: the only trouble I've had recently with Deathstroke is is when Icon showed up last issue. We we were all confused as to like, who he was. Yeah, we were like, who the hell is this guy? What's going on? Yeah.
2: To be fair, I don't think it really mattered because even if we had like if we hadn't realised yeah. and yeah. remembered, it would have been oh who's that? Whereas now we get and then immediately this issue opens with who this is, so it yeah. wouldn't have mattered. That, also, that's true. Yeah.
1: Also, the implication of Tara and Slade having a past—it's like, well, yeah. How, how does happened? how much of the Judas contract has happened? Because we know, like, the Lazarus contract played homage to that, and he—they hinted at it, but yeah, I don't think it, it, it went c- down like yeah, I thought it
0: did. It could have been exactly the same because Tara died originally no. in that story. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so but yeah. I like that they hint that they have a past, and she's you know,
2: yeah. I, I'm I, also. I'm not gonna lie. I chuckled when we got the the editor's note, which it was it was during Icon's monologue, oh, uh, which yeah. was basically like, you know the summary of the yeah. series from it, it, his point of view. It, yeah, it was like there was like three editor's
0: notes in like one panel, and there was like one star, two star, and three stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But what made me laugh more was the order because it was like you know he was going from what, his point of view it? like the the start of the story. He was going chronologically, and yeah. it was the first one was in issue twenty, then issue one, and then issue yeah. eight.
1: <laughs> well.
0: Is it? Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: that's yep. Priest, exactly. That's what it does. <laughs> uh, yep.
1: That's what they're there for. That's what the energy notes are there for, though. So, like, take advantage of them while you can.
0: Yeah, I think at the point though, when there's three in one panel, and it's like you know they have to have like a, a key with like three things yeah. on it, it's like okay, but right, you're yeah. taking the piss a little bit. <laughs> no,
2: it's funny because you have you have those three there. Then the next page you have one mentioning the the Teen Titans annual.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And then a cu- uh, and then three pages after that you have one saying issues eight and ten. Yeah, it's as, just, it's just constant.
0: It's worth mentioning, but the end of the issue, Jericho does realise what's going on. He realises that Doctor Icon's probably involved, and he, yeah. he goes off to to deal with that. Uh, yeah. So, no, it was an enjoyable issue. Um, I think the art was, was fine. Didn't blow me away. I think it's, well, uh, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's
2: what I expect from this series, though. Like, yeah, it's a standard.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's it's the kind of thing where it's fine, but sometimes I feel like it's just a little bit too. I don't want to say simple, but there's just there's, there's some like I guess it's just, it just doesn't feel that stylistic to me at times.
2: I I think I think the style, comes a lot of the layouts in the you know yeah. the structure of the layouts yeah. and the way it comes about. And I, when I'm just looking through it now, there's there's so many panels in the book really when you think about it that none of it are overly detailed compared to some other things we've seen. But there is a lot of information that it's oh, yeah. tra- that it's conveying.
0: Yeah, I think the, the art the art is in a, from a purely sort of visual point of view is fine. It doesn't. I don't love it. I don't dislike it. It's fine. It, uh, it,
2: it doesn't excite me, but it definitely does a good job telling the story.
0: The layout sort of maybe the more impressive part of it, though, if, if we're going to compliment yeah. it. But uh, that's uh, that's that's So uh, that'll take us on to Batman White Knight number three. Sean Murphy. Oof. <laughs> Oof indeed. So, first of all, let's just, let's just get the the elephant in the room out of the way here with this issue. So, in this universe, Jason came before Dick.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over it already. I, it, 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 I don't when I was it. reading it, I was like, huh, okay. That's well, weird. Do, you, do you know the funny thing, thing was? The more it, I thought about it, the less it matters.
1: Uh, yeah. The
0: only really problem with it, though, is I read that and went, "Wait, has this been Tim the whole time? man just—did like, we actually get the name?" <laughs> I, I, I did I, that yeah. for a minute as well. There's
1: a split second, and then he Murphy does a right in the dialogue where she, where Barbara immediately calls him Dick Yeah, and that was the so. other
0: thing. Even if it was Tim, I was like, "Wait, why? Why was Barbara not there until after?" Tim, if that yeah. was the case like so all yeah. of it wasn't and then i was like okay fine this universe jason was oh. first then dick and then barbara came later like whatever but like, was... but
1: I, I like how it speaks to this batman and and why he's so reckless and like he hasn't learned anything like he loses jason so right there he's oh for one with sidekicks oh yeah it so just then that it's that just makes for, him a little bit more distant towards Dick and then Alfred raises him oh
0: sure Matt from, I'm, I'm not disputing the effect it has on him it's oh just no, no. it's just from, from the point of view of someone who's so used to what the order of the Robins yeah. is and is so used to that Canon that yeah. just casually like really bringing this up an issue theory like this is like whoa wait what <laughs> like uh,
2: no I agree it's jarring and it's weird but I, the more thing about that I do quite like and you know what, what Matt was saying he didn't learn because the, the 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 version we know you know, so he loses Jason and then he's kind of like, okay, I'm not doing this again. And yeah. Tim has to come and talk him into it and be like, no, no, this is okay. why you need a Robin. Whereas this Batman presumably never had that because yeah. it doesn't sound like Dick was like that. He just kind of picked Dick up and went, all right, you're next.
1: Yeah. And yeah. and that goes with this character where he's so relentless on stopping crime in Gotham. He doesn't care what the the outcome is. As long as he's winning his war, Gotham's his city. And you know, yeah, that comes from a nice place, but how is it impacting the rest of the city? And that's why Joker well, Napier is able to start gaining headway because, you know, yeah. of all this. And, oh man. And then the start with with what are we calling her? Neo Joker?
2: Neo Joker, yeah.
1: Oh man. That was a fun twist I didn't right. see coming. Yeah,
0: so so Neo Joker, that's the second Harley, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Skip the, the, this Bimbo yeah, yeah,
0: this is, this is the, the more New 52 era Harley versus she's, the original animated oh, And Harley. the fact
1: you know that she's cracked, because she's like, oh, he went and took all those drugs and fixed himself, and he, he's ruining the Joker's legacy, and this is like, oh man, she is properly messed up, like, yeah, she thinks Joker's the, and, and it just sets it up, and then you get that reveal of her, you know, kind of Jokerized, and Oh man, that was so cool! Yeah, the,
0: the, the idea that the two Harleys are going to end up fighting probably is quite an interesting mm-hmm. idea. But you you have um, it's a very emotional issue. So so Batman is so reckless in this opening fight with all these villains that are being mind controlled yep. with Mad Heart or tech with Clayface yep. into them all. You know that's what we kind of ended with the big cliffhanger last yep. time. Uh, and we got we got Batgirl, we got Nightwing, we got Batman. They're all they're all fighting them. And Batman gets reckless. He actually chooses to use this library that's been built in the the the, the, yep. the bad part of town. And again, it's political ammo for for Napier uh, later on. But mm-hmm. he basically he he gets crushed on all the rubble. He gets out. He drives away. Uh, and we see that he's just covered in blood, and he's, like, next to Alfred in the hospital room, and he passes out, but Alfred, like, wakes up and sees that, you know, one last time, Bruce needs to be fixed up, and then, later on, we come back to it, Batman wakes up in the bed, he's got all the, you know, the IV in him and all the rest of it, and he looks over in the chair, and Alfred is sitting in the chair uh, with a note sitting next to him. He's passed away, and it's like, oh, one last time, even though he was on his deathbed, he fixed Bruce up.
1: Um, I'm not going to lie... I was reading this, my wife was watching T V next to her. I had to hide a tear. I couldn't let her know I was crying reading comics. it's
2: it's it's all in Bruce's face. It's the smallest panel on that page. Yeah. It's Bruce's face. It's you know, it's got the the dot 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 as he kinda sees it and realizes and just the, the look, it kills me. Yeah, yep.
0: it, it kind of makes sense. Like, just it tells to have driving even further into the deep end. Like, this is obviously yep. this is going to be the thing that spurs them on. He's,
1: and slowly he's losing his ties to actual reality. Yeah,
0: well, that, that's what yeah. that's what Dick and uh, Barbara are talking about. They're, they're, at, they're yep. at Jason's grave, and she's like, hey. Alfred was his lifeline to what it is it was to be his human. moral center. Yeah. So yeah. now the only thing protecting Gotham from Batman is us. Like we have to do something. I'm actually I was not expecting this when the book was announced or whatever, but I'm glad that Dick and Barbara seem to be playing relatively large parts in the story.
2: Yeah, because we didn't get much that because obviously before we were like, okay, Joker's kind of the hero and Batman's maybe the villain. Yeah. That's kind of what we knew going yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, it's, but they're both it's, gray because.
1: Yeah. for all this for all the stuff that Napier's doing it's like yeah he has he has the the uh, the, the, the interest of of the lower rungs of Gotham. Yeah, well, because so that's he, really why he's not doing it he's really just doing it as a finger to Batman yeah he,
0: he does that whole thing with the villains at start and it's all just a ruse so he can get in to get yeah. to the financial records of the city so yeah. that he can then prove this this Batman tax that's basically happening yeah. where the site's yeah. playing three billion dollars a year to clean up the mess that Batman makes which yeah. by the way come on
2: Bruce step it up yeah.
0: I I to call bullshit. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I don't care. I is not a complaint about the big but just just in a sort of yeah. realistic sense, I want to just discuss this.
2: That's a lot of money for tax. Yeah,
0: one city. There's yeah. no way in hell Batman causes three billion a year. Uh, no, damage. but that's
1: not the point. The point is, is like they are taking every chance they can. This this one percent of Gotham. All right. Okay, to okay. Tax the city.
0: If you told me to, that to this, was, Batman, this was like, this was
1: just the scapegoat on that. Yeah. If you one told one me.
0: If you told me this was Metropolis and Superman fighting aliens was causing this, I'd maybe yeah. buy it,
2: right? See, here, I'd I buy it. Though. Maybe he is. If, if you know, with this this thing with the library, if that's like a, an every night thing oh, sure, for yeah. Batman, because this, this version of yeah. Batman is that reckless... If but that's was... an everyday thing, then okay, maybe he does call. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, but if if that's an everyday thing, like how's the end of the city left standing? Yeah, <laughs>
1: like no, have no, you just, have just you been doing that for that, a couple of years. I just took it as, as it's going into Joker's plan even more, or Napier's plan. I keep calling him Joker, but they're two distinct personalities because they he he the Joker as its own entity, yeah. right? Yeah, and of course. So,
0: I was gonna say, of course, another element yeah. here is that you've got Jim Gordon, who is trying to stick yeah. by Batman, but he's getting more flack from the, the police around him. He's, uh-huh. he's dealing with the press as they're bringing up this this Batman yeah. tax. He didn't even know about it. He's like talking to Batman. Yeah. And he's like, hey, like,
2: really that much? Like, this is what he's happens? Saying, yeah, I like he was, the idea like, as, 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 as a cop. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah I, you, I'm on your side as a cop. You, you do the right thing. But knowing that I'm paying my taxes this much just to, to do yeah. this, it's a bit sketchy.
0: Yeah, yep. so so in, yeah. it's dealing with how it, how it's affecting different characters and what role they play in Batman's life. So Gordon's having like an effect here, uh, with him like all of a sudden being the, almost the bad guy in the police department because he's the one like making calls to help Batman right. instead of whatever else. And you've got how it's affecting Dick and Babs you, you got Alfred obviously is dead, uh, yep. and like. Then you have Napier, who's using this to play the political game, and then he's going to the the, the bad part of town, and we find out that Duke Thomas in this world is yep. like this guy who's kind of unique. Instantly
1: more likable than Duke Thomas in the proper continuity.
0: He's only more interesting, but he's united all of the gangs yep. uh, to basically turn them into a private police force for the, the slums. And yep. it's like, yeah, they still do some bad stuff, and I just kind of accept that, because when they're called upon to like maintain order, they do. So he's, he's using what he's yeah. got to try and fix things. And that's well, okay, an interesting idea.
1: I like how he says, too, he's like, well, how'd you get this to work? He's like, I just told him that they can do the cops' job better than they can, and it'll embarrass the cops.
3: Yeah. So they're down yeah. to do
1: it. And it's, you know. But, yeah, this Duke, I just love, like, he was in the Special Forces, and he doesn't like Batman. He's like, nah, man, Batman's ruined my neighborhood. And I think he's just mainly talking about the concept of Batman. You know not the
2: actual person yeah i i don't think he means batman yeah. as a person has come in and destroyed yeah. too much of this neighborhood i yeah. think he means the idea of batman has let the police yeah. kind of get they've wavered and you know, they, do they, don't they, they don't care anymore because they don't feel like ah oh, batman will well, it's, it. it's kind of like what's
1: going on in this country with the with the police and what the two different sides are you know it's like well you guys are taking it too far it's like well you don't understand what we're going through like there's this Pushback and a pullback, and it's a yeah. constant struggle. And here, I think that's what Duke's representing is like. Yeah, we know the police are there for law and order, but they're using Batman as an excuse to take it too far. And you
2: know, and oh, so yeah, and alternatively, as well as take it too far, not do anything in these areas because they can kind exactly. of go, well, you know, Batman's got that. That's not our job anymore.
1: Exactly. So now he had to take it upon himself and organize his neighborhood to to stand up for himself. That's what basically Napier wants gotham to do is stand up for yourself there's more of us than there are of him which has always been the thing with batman I mean, look at all of his rogues if they could actually get together and plan well
0: that's what that's, what, ba- that's what babs even says at the start she doesn't know yeah. there'd be main control but her heart theory is right. like maybe they finally figured out that we can't take them if they all work together
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. but napier knows that
0: yeah oh, napier yeah. does know that uh and we and find that- out of course uh neo joker uh finds mad hatter at the end uh she's tracked them down and yep. you know, learns about the clay face and how they're, how they're how they're being controlled. That was gross. And she finds that room uh, where all the villains, all the rogue, the Batman rogue gallery, are just standing like robots, just waiting to be yep. used. Uh, pretty cool imagery, I have to say.
1: Well, yeah. and, and you find out that earlier we see that the Harley and uh, Napier are or Harlane we'll call her and and Napier, they're like, oh yeah, this will work. You know, I'll give you the headband because we don't need it right now. And then you find out through, through Hatter, and I also love that he's talking in his, you know, Lewis Carroll-isms. And she's just like, cut the crap. Tell me what's going on. And he's like, well, yeah, as long as I'm closer to Clayface's brain than Napier is. Can, can we, we can talk control about it.
2: Clayface's brain? Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. What, what a freaky image. Yeah. What a
1: ghastly. Yeah. It,
2: it's, it's a brain with a couple of eyes and a tongue sticking out of it. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's horrific and amazing
0: yeah just needed a few pubes sticking out of it and it'd be it'd, it'd be perfect isn't that right Matt? no <laughs>
1: I'm just going to continue to no sell you on it we'll see how, this, how long this
0: goes oh I'll just have to get more creative though with my pub <sighs> my pub jokes they'll be coming thick and fast
1: gross <laughs> anyways uh, but no. yeah
0: uh yeah, this was an all-solid issue of White Knight. It's kind of uh, we're getting a better sense of what it is. Um, obviously it was with eight issues in total, so this is uh we're almost halfway. Yep. We're, I think we're getting a sense of what what the themes are, uh, and I'm really curious as to where the, the end result of this book is going to be. Like, oh. is it going to be a a, a story where Batman? Learns from from what he's doing and learns his mistakes and learns, yeah. or is it going to be this this crash and burn? Is he just going to is it a tragedy? It. Is it a Batman tragedy?
1: Yeah, don't forget when it starts, Batman's in Arkham. So that's true. You know, yeah. we'll yeah. see how that plays in. If if we do like a, they catch him, and then it's because of Mad Hatter, and Neo Joker that they have to team up, and that's where Batman learns. You know, sometimes you have to put your faith in in. People, you normally wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I would. I would expect that 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 sort of like framing device, that flash forward, that that won't be the very end of the story. Like that we'll get to no. that point uh, either second last issue or early on in the last issue, and then there'll be like yeah. a, a, a proper like ending after that that'll sort of yep. wrap Agreed. it all up. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, very obviously the art, Sean Murphy. Uh, uh,
2: great as ever. Yeah, very, yeah. Not even worth mentioning at this point no. because it's so, just the same things every every issue. Yeah. So is great.
1: freaking consistent. I love. I mean his Nightwing looks like the animated series Nightwing. Like, it's spot on. You know, so, the fact that they can do that. And then even his Barbara, I love I love her Batgirl costume, because it's so different than what I'm used to seeing out of Batgirl. You know?
0: I'm not super into the costumes, per se, but I, I'm fine with it in this, this world, this yeah. version, if you will. Yeah,
2: well, if it was, yeah, if, it, if this was a an incontinuity story, different, different. Like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But. No. Uh, so, no, uh, White Knight, good stuff. Well, that'll take us on to our last book of the week, which is the DC Holiday Special 2017 Number One, and uh, just by various people. We'll, we'll talk about the creators as we go, because yeah. every story has has their own set. A uh, lot of stories in here. Uh, I think if t- before we start, sort of saying what each of them are, I will say my overall thoughts in this are kind of lukewarm.
1: Yeah,
0: I think it could DC
1: Holiday, nothing special. I, I feel like.
0: I feel like it should have been same amount of pages but I feel it should have been less stories yeah. so that each of yep. the ones that were there had more to read didn't, blo-
1: didn't need that Atomic Night story No, nah. that was just like there was, get that out of here
0: there was several of these where I felt it just ended before it really yep. became a story and mm-hmm. that was kind of I my which is a shame because there was such a great list of creators working on this yep uh, but ultimately, it didn't really add up too much. I have to say, you get a framing device. You got uh, the, the the Bebo Bar, uh, Constantine and Clarke. Bebo, Bebo, sorry, there Bebo. I'm taking that from Legends this week. Uh, I won't spoil because Connor's not seen it yet. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm going.
2: What the hell is this that you're talking about?
0: Let's just say there's a blue bear named Bebo, and it's a god to. It uh, was it Vikings. I think it was Vikings. God, I love Legends. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, Damien Dark pretends to be Odin. Long story, but
2: I'm gonna watch this. episode. I, I can
1: watch it. this without having me caught up, right? Like I can just go turn this on when I'm done.
2: Uh no. uh, no, 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 you need the other dark stuff.
1: No, I don't. I don't care about that. I'm <laughs> talking about the Viking worship, worshiping <laughs> the bear. Like, <laughs> like my friend told me, like they they do stuff with Vikings on this one, so I was like, okay. He didn't say nothing about. You're combining two of my favorite things here.
2: <laughs> ba- basically, you you should catch up on Legends anyway, though, because it's been the most consistent show this season.
0: Yeah, season season two onwards has been solid good, so solid yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh.
2: Damn it! Okay,
1: so uh, let's so they're at Bebo's bar, yeah. and you know Constantine's there uh, for reasons unknown, and but also Claire Kent's there, and they get into a discussion about the holidays, and Bebo comes over to. To Clark, and it's like, oh, I kind of, I recognize you. You know, you come here once a year, and basically, Bobo's putting over how how important Superman is, especially at the holidays. Because when the night's at its darkest, that's when you need hope the most. And Constantine's like, yeah. Ugh, that's a load. Yeah, yeah Clark- the, when you've seen what I've seen, there is no such thing as hope. Yeah,
0: Clark basically has doubts, and he's, he's here to like mm-hmm. kind of just sort to remind himself that you know, don't, yeah. you know, he's doing a, you know enough of what he can. And so, sort of Bibble's yeah. kind of like, obviously Bibble being Bibble, he's, he's Superman's number one fan. Uh, yeah. So then the stories I that play me. out, so, so basically it ends with like, uh, you know, he it says it ain't so bad, dot, 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 and then it cuts into the, the first story, and then we have all the stories and it comes back to the bar mm-hmm. stuff at the end. So the stories, I don't want to spend a lot of time in these to be honest, because I don't no. think there's actually a, enough to really talk about. Some of them have nice art, this first one yeah. uh, has nice art, which is a, a Batman story about this kid who his grandmother freezes to death, Uh, over the winter, and that that was like some time ago, and now he's a full grown adult, he sees the ghost of his grandmother, he he hallucinates his grandmother speaking to him, telling him to kill the people who turned him away, because they go to this house to like, you know, can we come into the heat and like maybe call for someone or something, and they turn him away, and it's basically just him coming back with the ghost of his grandmother to get revenge, so Batman yeah. goes out and saves them. You should
1: mention that the creative team on this is Danny O'Neill and Steve Epting.
0: Yes, Steve so, Epting's art is fantastic. So that's that's yes, and, the coming. Yes, and
1: shot. it's and it's Danny O'Neill Batman, who you know, it's it's of a time, and it's of an era, you know. But it was a, it was a cool Christmas story. It's it's kind of light on Batman, but it was fine. And is it,
0: it, you know. Yeah, I guess the end, and the, the guys the guys like, okay, I need to say goodbye to you, Granny. And she leaves yep. forever. It just—I don't know. It just—I didn't feel developed enough for me to really get the no. the, the the go home point of it. I guess. The mm-hmm. uh, second story is a Green Arrow Black Canary story called "You Better Think Twice," um, with uh, Mirgrid Scott and Phil Hester uh, yep. on the creative side, and basically he's dressing up as Santa. He's made—he's convinced Canary to dress up as like Santa's helper. To uh, give yeah. some orphans and some presents in Christmas. Given,
1: and given her upbringing, she's kind of like, this is dumb. Like, come on, I'm not dressing up as Mrs. Claus to to help kids. We can just go help kids. Yeah. And of course, Shit. bad guys try to rob, you know, a, a truck full of presents. And...
0: Yeah, right outside the orphanage because, you know, convenient. Yep. yep. <laughs> but uh, we got a boxing glove arrow, which yep. is okay,
1: I suppose. Yeah, boxing glove arrow. And I just love the look on Canary's face when it, when it happens. Just because it's pretty great. But my, my favorite part of the story was the end with all the kids who see them, you know, Canary on Green Arrow, beat up these guys. And then they're just kind of like, oh, now, now I can be Black Canary, you can be Superman. And the one kid's like, no fair, Black Canary can beat up Superman any day. Like, it was just kids being kids on Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it was basically...
0: Like the kids come out and like and Canary gets yeah. it. Oh, the oh the kids need a hero to like take take them away from the worries yeah. on Christmas that was basically it exactly um but here and the next story is a Sergeant Rock story uh, by Tom King and Francesco Francovilla. um that's, that's obviously this was beautiful uh, easily
1: it, to me this is easily the best one
0: that that's, uh, I think that's probably true because it, it's basically yeah. uh, that this soldier uh, was stuck mm-hmm. with a Nazi in the cold for. How many was it? Like six eight nights? nights. Yeah, eight nights. Eight nights. And then you sorry. find
1: out the significance of that is the you know you see them go throughout the nights and the the soldier's wounded and the Nazi's not and he's handcuffed and he's like you know I could run at any time and the soldier's like nah, but you won't and he's waiting for Sergeant Rock to back him up and the as the nights keep going he stays alive and so the Nazi's kind of confused like this guy should have died by now. And then finally, on the eighth night, they end up, you know, killing each other. Uh, but the soldier survives just long enough for Sergeant Rock to kind of find him. And you find out that the soldier was Jewish, and it's kind of a retelling of the Menorah. You know, it wasn't supposed to last eight nights, and it does anyways. But it's told through this spectrum of World War Two, and it just... Oh, man. That one hit me. No, really nice.
0: It was definitely the most emotionally affecting story. It was the, mo- it was the story yeah. that felt the most complete. Like, it had, like, a point at the beginning, middle, and end. Yep. Uh, and it that paid off by the end of it so uh, no, that one was fairly solid for what it was the next one's a flash story uh, Wally's at the Titans Tower he wants to mm-hmm. uh, wants Barry to come over but Barry's too busy uh, this is Joshua Williamson writing uh, it's Neil Gouge on art uh, so yeah. Barry's at the airport and he sees that a bunch of kids are stranded and can't go home from a field trip because all the planes are down because it's snowing too heavily so Barry right. decides to uh, when a little girl asks him to deliver a present to her parents because she can't be there to give it to them he takes her yeah. of course and he ends up taking every kid home uh on you know christmas eve yeah, he
1: parents. plays he plays santa i mean he wears red just doesn't have a sleigh yeah. He's at the speed force
0: instead it's a it's a sweet yeah. enough story he goes to see wall at the end and hangs out and has ice cream i think what makes this one suffer though is that i remember the, the last last christmas special had a flash story and I, that was actually so good that i remember that and i know it was yeah. better than this one uh
1: yeah
0: and that was where he was literally delivering presents as santa claus mm-hmm. because he had the speed yeah. to do so uh and he, he makes that deal with the rogues not to like do anything on Christmas. Like they take yeah. the, they take the break off. I feel like that had more more going on for it. But Yeah. Uh it was okay, it was fine. Like I say, like I don't think there's 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 very little in here that's actually bad. There's just there's not a lot that
3: actually no, is like, again
1: I made the joke at the beginning. It's the D C holiday, nothing special. There's you know, they're fine. These easily could have been like annual stories, but they're all Christmassy themed, you know, like
0: Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe putting these as backups in the regular books you know, yeah. Obviously, that doesn't work for all of them, because where would Sergeant Rock go? No. But, uh Yeah. Like, but, you know, like that, that Flash one, this next one's a Deathstroke story by Priest. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, such on like,
1: point. His The Wilson family's such a crappy... They're like the Bundys from Married with Children, but with superpowers. Yeah, like,
0: this, is, this is when Joseph and Grant are both there as kids. Yeah. Uh, Adeline's pissed that Deathstroke seems to be on a mission without her. Uh, but Deathstroke uh-huh. still gives Christmas. her a present. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fine. It feels it feels like Priest
1: Deathstroke. Yeah, it feels... Uh, the first time you see Deathstroke, though, he's holding up Santa. And you're like, what is going on? And you end up finding out that he'd put this chip in one of uh, Joseph's toys that then went and got donated for needy kids. So now he has to track down this, this chip and, and, you know, hold up Santa. Santa ends up getting killed by the bad guys also trying to get this. So,
0: hmm.
1: you know... There were some laughs in this one, although it was kind of dark for a Christmas tale, because, again, Santa ends up getting whacked.
0: Yeah. But, well, yeah. not the real Santa, to be fair.
1: No, but still, you know.
0: Uh, You know, because the real Santa is a thing.
1: Yeah, I've seen the movies. be Like, Santa Claus is a documentary. Tim yeah. Allen is Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. Do you, th- do you think when he changes it to Santa Claus in that movie? Because he gradually changes, he gets fat, or he gets the white yeah. hair coming in. Mm-hmm. Do you think his pubes went white as well?
1: Probably. Gotta be like a polar bear.
0: Okay, just checking. Uh, the next story is a Superman story, or maybe more accurately, a Lois story, uh, called Driver's Seat by Max Landis and Francis Manipal. Uh, and this is basically Lois's car... Uh, gets hit, she's in a little car accident but it totals her car and she's pissed because this is the car that she's had for years and years she's she used this in college she, she's, and this would maybe work better if we'd ever even heard of Lois caring about her car in any story like yeah. ever but still, it's just a nice little thing in Clarkford for, for Christmas he flies off, gets the, the, the seat out of it with the wheel and flies her around like, so she's pretending <laughs> she's driving <laughs> her car one last time
1: that's yeah, that's
0: sweet it, yeah, it's, it's a sweet little story um. But again, it's pretty short. It's pretty, it's pretty like yeah. it's, it's. I don't know. I feel like a lot of this. I was like, I remember last year has being a little bit tighter in the sense that it was yeah. fewer stories, so each one had maybe a bit more time to actually have some weight in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah these
1: are mostly
0: quick hits. Yeah. The, 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 whereas this, I feel like it was speeding through them, and none of them were really like even the ones that were good weren't really getting the time to do much. Mm-hmm. The next one's uh, the Silent Night, uh, Atomic Night's story, Ugh. Uh, which is written by Dan Didio, uh, art by Matthew Clark. And this is a story where we're in a post-apocalyptic world,
1: yep.
0: and th- the radiations made these big plants become set. Do you know, I was really expecting this to turn out to be a Poison Ivy thing, or maybe a Swamp be Thing chill. thing, but instead, it's just these weird Plants that, sentient. yeah, scented. something that
1: happened that they went to war with the plants, but then some of them survived. But people have a prejudice against them, so they sent them all outside. But okay, right now, it's yeah.
0: Matt, do you, do, you, do you, I mean, it doesn't sound like you do, but I'm just going to make sure. Just just yeah. to check. Maybe maybe the audience can help us out here. Is this actually connecting to anything DC? Like is is this? Yeah like- yeah.
1: This is the uh, the Atomic Knights were like a a silver agey thing around the same okay, time as Commandy. Right. Yeah, I don't know if they occupy the same world. I don't think they do. But but yeah, it's like the Atomic okay. Knights. Like, that's I, what I, the reference was in in Wonder Woman the other week, where they came and attacked uh, Grail. They were the right, Atomic okay. Knights. Because I, I, yeah. I was
0: reading this and I'm like, what the hell is this? What is this post-apocalyptic yeah, world? Wrong. What is this from? <laughs> what, yeah. what DC characters are we doing here? But okay, the Atomic Knights are a thing. Okay, I, But I was like, yeah. are these plant I'm things still... supposed
1: to be a, a thing? yeah i don't know about that but they're they uh, all come and they don't make it a christmas tree and yeah they, they make a christmas trees and they
0: yeah they want to make a truce they're not actually evil or villains they want to work yeah. all work together uh is it normal for the atomic knights to ride on big dalmatians is that is that
1: a... i guess i think <laughs> i remember seeing a thing one of them does ride a dalmatian that's okay. genetic.
2: so yeah uh, connor's uh,
1: thrilled right now oh uh, look at him
2: i i still plan on reading this because even even though i'm hearing all this i'm going like yeah well i'm gonna read it anyway oh well, again you should read the sergeant rock story
1: track that one down
2: for yeah. sure the rest and uh, i've got the issue the i just didn't go. get around to it i just ran out of time yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but i'm saying there's certain ones you can skip like you don't yeah. need yeah but i won't
2: the
0: next story is a teen titan story uh, that it focuses on starfire it's called holy spirit yeah. it is by chef and tana and Otto schmidt so you've got a good team here yeah. um and this is basically how Starfire doesn't celebrate Christmas. She doesn't really understand it, and she's with the Teen Titans, but they all they all go off to do various Christmas things with other people, and she's like, "Oh, no, I'm fine on my own." But then it turns out this this evil spirit's still making people like depressed and suicidal. Yeah. So she ends up calling in the team, and this thing starts. This big evil looking thing starts feeding everyone's like doubts, like, "Oh, remember all these things? Like, you know, you you felt raven or you robbing and your mother like you know yeah. you know fought you and abandoned you, and like all these things." Um, but basically it gets to Starfire and the thing has nothing because it, it, the reason why it comes out at Christmas is because that's when people are most vulnerable to feeling lonely. And yep. she just doesn't feel anything because she doesn't care about Christmas. This is like a complete yeah. non-concept to her. But by the end she kind of realises that, oh, okay, I, I get that Christmas is all about how in the middle of winter you actually fight against it and have this hit. Because at the start she's confused. Why do people celebrate in the middle of winter? It's like the darkest time, it's yeah. horrible. But she you realizes be celebrating. that celebrating. You should just yeah. be
1: huddling together for warmth.
0: But yeah. she realizes by the end, it's all you do it in spite of the cold. You do it in spite of the darkness no. because it's like you, you find light in the dark. Uh, mm-hmm. And it ends with them all sitting around at the campfire at Titan's Tower, being happy. Uh, I do okay. love
1: Damien oh, when they attack this thing. They call it the Ghost of Christmas Past. He says, "Initiate playing reindeer games." <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty funny." Yeah, it's
0: almost like what the hell are you uh, talking about? It's like, oh, it was an addition to the Christmas ad- uh, version of your yeah. uh, combat binder. Okay. Yep. Yeah, fun little things like that.
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, it, it was okay.
0: Yeah. Next one is a Swamp Thing story called In the Echo of the Abyss. Uh, Scott Brian Wilson writing Nick Klein on art. This is a story in which the Earth is apparently on the brink of nuclear annihilation because everyone's about to fire nukes at each other. And this space station above the above Earth and Connor's like, what the hell is this? Is this a Swamp Thing story?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it just sounds like Earth at the minute, to yeah. be honest. But basically, <laughs> right.
0: there's people on the space station, and they think they're just been going to be left up here because the Earth is probably going to blow Love themselves to up. And this one guy is trying to be Christmassy, so he pulls out some mistletoe and Swamp things through the mistletoe detects how sort of depressed this guy is, and he like comes from the mistletoe and convinces him not to kill all the crew because he's basically going to like kill everyone, so they have die, die a quick death, so they're not waiting around for the apocalypse because yeah. uh, because he's worried that you know once like the Earth's gone or if that happens that they'll end yeah. up fighting each other for food for what's left and things like that, so Swamp Thing comes out and says that you know tries to tell him not to kill himself, and then leaves him a Christmas tree because yeah, of course yeah, that was a story. It I didn't hate it. It was just kind of random. <laughs> it was like yeah,
1: what's I was happening? Like, why is this in here? Like okay, cool. Someone had a story for a, a J- weird. J- Joe, you know my promise.
0: I feel like the Come idea up. of swamp thing making a tree for someone's really nice, but it mirrors that uh, Silent Night story too much yeah. because that was also tree-like beings making a tree for someone. Yeah. Like I don't know, I feel like it was the same idea right. in two stories. Well, but
1: I feel like the the writer just took Nuclear Winter to the next level. You know? No, no, nothing. Yeah. That? Okay, uh,
0: moving on. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Pubes. Anyway, uh, next story uh, is Solstice, which is a, a Wonder Woman Batman story by Greg Ruckett and Belquis Evely. Does that mm-hmm. perk you up about Matt? Those names. Uh, yeah. Th- there's not a whole lot of story here. Batman and Wonder Woman are basically just like off saving their own people. It's all in the kind of like the the contemplation the narration over yep. the top of it, where they're basically. Uh, it's almost kind of like that Batman or that uh, yeah that Batman issue with uh, Superman and Batman both kind of talking about yep. each other. Uh, not as directly in this one, but they're both just kind of talking about what they do and how important they are. Oh. Uh, but it's the whole thing when it gets to the end. It's basically about how once a year, Batman and Wonder Woman get together and light a bonfire to celebrate solstice. Because right. and, and Batman asks, "Why do you ask me to do this every year? Why not Clark? He's like the embodiment of light and like you know hope." Oh. And she's like, "Yeah, but he doesn't need this. Like you live in the darkness, do. so I'm yeah. going to be with you to celebrate the darkest night of the year." Yeah,
1: it's real uh, nice. I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah it was nice uh I think uh, obviously that was really really pretty um I really? specifically Wonder Woman holding up with the what was it a submarine or something like that she's holding above her head <laughs> with one hand well, it,
1: was, it was so and in, in her story she's stopping it looks like she's down somewhere in Latin America and they don't have any drinking water so she ends up getting drinking water and carries it down to them to help all the people mm. and then of course Batman's stopping in winter mugging you know and, and uh, you know, so the mom and kid can can spend Christmas. Of course he is. You know, not, not, Yeah, and so yeah, but it was good. I mean, that's probably my second favorite one after the Sergeant Rock.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Like, but I mean, is that a surprise that the Tom King and Greg Rucka's stories were the, the standouts? And all right,
1: with with Frankovia art and Emily art, like
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's not a shock. Uh, admittedly, I don't actually think they lift the book up as a whole enough to say it's worth like paying the ten dollars to get it. Like I feel yeah. like. So much of it is just fine and not stand out that... I mean, to, yeah. to its credit, there's very little as, as well. On the other side where it's
1: like, oh, this is terrible. Like, this is a bad story in yeah. here. It's fine, but 10 bucks is a bit steep. Yep, you I, know? I, I, I concur. I, I would definitely cut out some of them and make it, you know, just in, like an 80-page whatever, Yeah. Like, you know, I, oh, 6 yeah. bucks for it.
0: I would even lower the pitch and sell like, it. I would just let, them, let, let the ones that are good flesh out a bit. Let them have a bit yeah. more time to really tell the story they're telling. Uh, so we cut back to yeah. the bar... Uh, and Clark's like, oh, thank, thanks, Bibo, for you know, uh, doing this every year. And then he invites Constantine to, uh, to his house for Christmas. So we have the, the last yep. page is Constantine sitting there with the with Superman, Lois, and with John. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so happy Christmas. <laughs> there you go. See you next year.
1: Yeah, and then he ends it with Bar Humbug Yeah.
0: So. It's it is the definition of fine, but nothing special, I think, overall. A yep. uh, couple of bright spots, but not as many. I feel like last year's, I remember like coming out of it being really enthusiastic about a couple of them. Whereas yep. this year, I feel like... No, it's, it's like the, the high points weren't there, but the low points weren't there really either. It was just kind of nice, nice, yeah. even middle middle ground. Alright, hey, well, I, I think that, that'll... Uh, Wrap up That's the so. books, which takes us to picking our favourite stuff of the week, which is something we do at the end of the show every week. Um, we pick our favourite panel slash moment from one of the books. We pick our favourite art, our favourite cover and our top five books. So, uh, we'll start with uh, panel slash moment. Uh, I will go to... I was picking Connor first. I'll pick in Matt first this week. Matt? Yeah.
1: So, panel's going to be from Batman. It's the elevator sequence where they, it's that page where that ends with Lois and Catwoman introducing themselves. Just because mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. how awkward it is when they both step out of the elevators. Uh, it's just really great. I, I
0: loved won't, it. I won't waste any uh, time because that's mine too. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. oh hi, you must be Catwoman is yeah. definitely the standout panel of the week for me. That that mm-hmm. that, that line had me, had me cackling. Yeah. Uh, just just the awkwardness of both of them reaching out to shake hands whilst like, Batman and Superman are just standing there all like, no, we're in character, we're stern, we're, we're yep. really big manly men. Uh, that, that was really funny uh, Connor it,
2: it's still from Batman and it's still from the elevator sequence in general but but not not quite that it's it's the the two panels where they're both going oh he's a better man than I am okay no, I, I can see t- yeah that's fair too because yeah, that, that kind of sums up that issue for me you know the, the way they were looking at each other
0: uh, best cover Connor
2: oh Green Arrow easily
0: easily you say yeah, yeah. yeah it's
2: a phenomenal cover
1: Uh mine's a Superman. That's just a like, cool image. Even though it's something I usually wouldn't like, but I just it's imposing. And he looks cool cool as hell just sitting on that throne.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah, we have to go with Green Arrow as well. Although Batman's close, but I think ba- Green Batman's Arrow, yeah. a
2: good cover. And on another week, it probably would have won. But that Green Arrow one just stands yeah. out.
0: Again, it's, it's him swimming underwater, even though he's never actually in the water outside of a diving suit. Doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> but
2: yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. If, if we took the if if we had to made it so that you know the covers had to be accurate to yeah. tell them to be eligible for a pick, we would never have a cover.
0: Yeah, that's that yeah. that's true. I don't know how comics gets away with us so often, but... Uh, it uh, no, it just does, doesn't it?
2: Uh, I, don't see, I don't even mind that so much. The one that annoys me is when it's a different cover artist. Because it's yeah. like, okay, you, the cover's selling you on, okay, here's what you're getting in this issue, here's who you're getting. And you see the art, and then you open it up, and it's completely different, and it's like, well, that's not what I was promised.
1: Yeah, yeah but I feel like DC's gone to help that a little bit by having, you know, A and B covers.
2: Yeah, so, yeah they're, they're definitely know, I, a lot better right now.
1: Like, like, yeah, like, Mike Grell is always doing the, the Arrow variants. Yeah.
2: So, you know.
0: Um. So, best art of the week. I'll go first. I'm actually... I'm going to buck the trend. Uh, but I know you guys haven't pictures yet, but just compared to previous months with this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Batman, uh, with Clayman. I'm going to there? give him the edge over uh, Murphy this this week. Not that Murphy's not fantastic, because it absolutely yeah. is. Uh, but Clayman's stuff in this, this Batman issue was really... Uh hitting me for the emotional beast, it was hitting me on all the the, the layouts, the colouring, sort of contrast, everything about it was just really kinda of nailing all the moments for me. So uh, that's my pick.
1: Matt. Yeah, so I have to stick with the trend and go with White Knight just because it's Sean Murphy and Sean Murphy on any given Wednesday. Can't can't count against him.
2: Colour. See, interestingly, White Knight's actually my third pick this week. That that would be in third place. Oh I think uh, I always I started
1: a... this episode by defending you Connor
2: and then you <laughs> go and do the scrap. Oh no, it's still great, but it, <sighs> it's just a really strong week because the other two that are in contention for the top spot are of course Batman and Green Arrow.
0: I can't dispute Green Arrow either actually. Green Arrow is definitely if you're picking three of the week then those are definitely the three
2: in yeah, terms of art. And I think I I I honestly I'm really torn between those two. So I'm going to go with Green Arrow just for the you know the representation.
0: Uh, yeah, everything's a little bit different.
2: Uh, I, yeah, I, I concur.
0: Green Arrow was beautiful. I can't dispute that. Uh, So Matt, you can start off the uh, top five books of the week. Gotcha.
1: So my number one is Batman. Number two is White Knight. Three is Justice League. Four is Green Arrow. Five is Deathstroke. Connor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Batman. Then two is White Knight. Three... Uh, Deathstroke 4 Justice League 5 is Green Arrow
0: Okay, my number 1 is Batman, my number 2 is White Knight my number 3 is Green Lanterns my 4 is Justice League and my number 5 is Green Arrow
2: Not not a Superman in sight
0: Not a Superman in sight It's just a shame but uh, it's not like Mac can complain because he's also that he's including the, those, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those people exactly. not giving Superman any props. So, no. uh,
1: but no. yeah, I gave so. a cover, and that might have been a calculated just to.
2: <laughs> you, knew, you knew it wasn't getting anywhere else. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll throw it. I'll throw it a bone. That's
1: right.
0: So yeah, that, that is all it picks like. for the week. So that, that leaves me to tell you what's coming next week. Uh, so next week. Um, Oh, I feel like this may have been delayed, this first thing here. Is Dark Knight <laughs> Metals 4 out next week, or has that been pushed nope. back? No, that's it's out next week. Uh,
2: the week after. I saw Snyder tweeting yep. out about it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been pushed back a week.
1: It's, it's the one that we we had known about for a little bit, because it was coming off of the Batman Lost. Wait, does that mean so... Hotman Man
2: Fountain's been pushed as well?
0: Because Hotman Man Fountain's might be the week after.
2: Uh, I haven't heard anything yet. So they, so they, probably they, would be. they might put them out the same week and just go read they, this they, one first.
0: Yeah, they could. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so that means that coming next week we have Detective Comics 970, Action Comics 993, Wonder Woman 36, The Flash 36, we have Supergirl 16, New Superman 18, we have Mr Miracle number 5, um, also out next week, uh, although not covering necessarily, are Titans 18, Superwoman 17, Batgirl on the Birds of Prey 17, Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps 34, Ragman number 3, Just Leave America number 20, Red Hood and the Outlaws number 17 and Suicide Squad 31. There's actually just as many next week that we're not covering that we are. I might actually oh. um, check in to... Uh, not, I'll do Superwoman when 18 hits because that's the end of the series. But I might, yeah. read, I might catch up for Birds of Prey next week and give a, an update on what that's been like for the past yeah. few issues. Uh, since things yeah. are oddly quieter next week now that uh, uh, we dropped a few. Uh, but there you go. And I, I don't know. I imagine that the Red Hood of the month will be next week for Connor.
2: Probably will. Yeah, I'll probably get that over and done with. Hey guys, what's next week? What's next week? Star Wars. Well, oh, that too. <laughs> I'm, 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 my priorities are See. in the right place uh, well, yeah. i
1: wouldn't expect anything less
2: but yeah booster
1: gold that story starts next week officially i am excited oh, this, this,
2: this recording next week is going to be frustrating because
1: yeah
2: we will all have seen star wars by that point i assume yeah yep. but we won't have recorded twice. our review so Peter will be being exceptionally cagey about his thoughts and keeping and them away fine. from us. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not...
1: expecting him not to like it because he's Pete. So I, I am not.
2: I am not giving an
0: ounce of like an idea of what I think of that movie until we start recording the review on the Sunday. Not an ounce. I'm Ex- well, too
1: I went on Twitter and I found out you can mute words. So I've I've muted the word Star Wars Last Jedi in episode eight. Uh. <laughs> So nothing think comes to be across safe. my Twitter feed.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not messing with See, it. The but... thing is, though, the real dicks who are actively spoiling it, they won't even put those in there. Yeah, they'll put a code there. Yeah, but... but I
1: don't follow any of those people.
2: I don't think any of those
1: people follow me. So, you know. But,
2: no, yeah. Just one
0: second. I I'm just. I need to tweet it, Matt. Just give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's fine. Hey, at We're roughly seeing...
1: But we're flying him at the same time, so it's fine.
2: And so hey that, Matt. That's in. I'm 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 looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm looking forward to telling Peter he's wrong and he's stupid and that pogs are amazing. Yeah.
0: Why do you assume that I'm not gonna like the movie?
2: Because you're a... Because you're Pete and I, you I like,
1: I like to relish the... the fact that you don't like Star Wars. I like the Force so... Awakens.
0: I'm not I'm not this completely anti Star Wars guy. That this has you been. Were...
1: You were lukewarm on the Force Awakens. I was not. I like the Force what? Awakens. Hey, go check out our review of the Force Awakens from two years ago, and let Peter know if he was lukewarm or not. Cause I remember him being lukewarm. I oh, was not lukewarm. <sighs>
0: These are just outright lies. I, I, I it's. Oh no, no. Rogue One, on the other hand. Oh, oh,
1: oh, oh that was bad. Anyways, anyways, but yeah. Uh, booster gold. That's what I'm, I'm stoked for. I mean, yeah, Star Wars cool. Uh, so you know um off that Friday so I get to go see it again and then my friends are wrestling in a tag team tournament. So that's cool. I get to do that too. So Star Wars and wrestling uh, on the same day. Never happens.
0: Do you know, I really hope that people saw so see my tweet. You know, people who watch or listen to the show saw my tweet and then later on when they actually hear or watch this when it goes up, they'll go oh, that's what he tweeted out during the show, and it all suddenly makes sense.
1: I just, it just came across my phone. My uh, I, right I,
0: I'm actually going to look what what you tweeted. Yeah, uh, I, I want to see it. Because in that context right now, they'll be like, why is he tweeting that at Matt? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but then he'll get the show, and it'll all click together. Nah, the I'm, just... I'm, I'm, I'm throwing that a like. <laughs> oh, Connor never likes yeah. my tweets. This is, this is exciting. Because
1: uh, uh, they're usually insults for all the, <laughs> <Or> all the <laughs>
0: like <girls. laughs> All right, well that wraps up episode 81 of Comics from the Multiverse. Uh, It is December, of course that means a couple of things. It means that we'll be having our end of year show, the annual episode, in addition to the regular episodes, sometime uh, at the end of the month. Maybe the start of January, depending on how the schedule works out. Um, uh, The schedule for the shows going up shouldn't be affected that much this year. It falls on a nice day between you know far enough away from christmas and new years yeah. that i don't think this the recording is going to be affected if there are changes to that we'll let you know but uh last year i remember we had to push things a little bit uh in a couple of yeah. weeks around the holidays but uh we should be okay this year uh, so no uh, so that's episode 81 uh, we'll be back next week with all the books that we mentioned were coming uh by all have, means let us know have you, you th-
2: announced the the multiverse monthly yet
0: i don't remember what we picked if i'm honest <laughs> oh wait no! I, I, just, I started reading it. It just clicked. No, yeah. I, I just I just remembered. It clicked. <laughs> it clicked. It clicked. Yes, the Multiverse Monthly, the monthly bonus episode for Patrons at the five dollar tier and up. Uh, obviously last month we did Watchmen because it was timely and Doomsday Clock was coming out. Uh, we wanted something completely different this month. Uh, and we decided uh because we didn't really think of it and it wasn't anything Christmassy we wanted to do specifically. So we decided that since we'd lost some people this year, uh, specifically Len Wein, we thought we'll do a Len Wein book. Uh, to, to another guy so uh, we're actually going to be doing volume 1 of Green Lantern no we're going to do, we're no. doing Green Lantern uh, Sector 2814 volume 1 which is stories uh, from the early 80s uh, when he was writing Green Lantern so uh, some early Hal Jordan stuff right. well right it's not even technically that. I mean Hal Jordan started in the 60s so it's not early Hal Jordan but you know what I mean it's early no, compared to today that,
1: that's correct yeah uh, what was that oh Mosaic is that leading to the Mosaic series John
0: Stewart, um, it might because yeah, it switches to John Stewart in like volume two of this, so yeah, mate. Yeah, that
1: might be the ones then. Um,
0: yeah. but no, so I actually I think this is the first time we've done anything pre crisis. I could be wrong.
2: No, I think I think it is because yeah. we did we did some Earth One stuff.
0: Yeah, so we've done some out of continuity stuff, but not. Yeah, yeah, not like this. Yeah, not pre-crisis, like, you know, old DC. So that, yeah. that'll be fun. It'll be a diff- different type of discussion, I imagine. Uh, so me and Connor are doing that. We're recording that sometime next week, so... Uh, yeah, no, that,
1: that started in 1990, so, yeah. so it's June 92 to November 93, 18 issues. Yeah, so. the, the
0: stuff in this book is from the early 80s, so... Yeah. Um, but no, so that, that's the thing. That, that's, that's coming uh, for, for the patrons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so I guess that that is us. So uh, thank you very much for yeah. watching. Uh, let us know what you thought of this week's comics in the comments below. Uh, tell Matt he's a pub. Yes, tell, tell Matt how much you love the word pub.
1: I, I will respond accordingly. So
2: I really want to see what is what his yep.
0: version of that is. Hey, hey, do you, do you know what Dark Side calls his pubes?
1: Nothing, because he's barren down there.
0: A boom pub. <sighs> I was also trying to f- uh, f- swap it and do a pub tube, but I, I couldn't think of a I'll lead into that one, even though it sounds <laughs> funnier Google on that. its own. It don't sounds, Google that, it sounds funnier on its own, but I couldn't think of a setup for it. Anyway, that is us, guys. So, thank you very much uh, once again for watching and listening. Get us on the twitters at. DC Comics podcast uh, mention Patreon patreon.com slash TV there'll be a link to these things in the description uh, corner of the video will have one or two of the links um, but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep reading DC Comics and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force
1: Peter's nasty